0: Hey everybody, Mav here. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Xbox Ultimate. Uh, before the show starts, uh, we're about to roll the intro, but uh, I wanted to give you a quick note. The um, show was recorded at first before the news broke of the reversal of Xbox's price increase. So you have a stark contrast the beginning of this episode. You'll hear a lot of our thoughts on them increasing the price. And then towards the end of the show, you'll actually hear us get the breaking news of the reversal of Xbox live gold, not being uh, the price, not being increased. So uh, I hope you enjoy that. I hope you enjoy uh, the rest of the show. It was a lot of fun. Um, Take care. We are live. Uh, This is Mav, and this is Xbox Ultimate Podcast. You're watching episode number 25. Uh, Interesting day today. Uh, We also have a very uh, special guest here today who is making his uh, gaming podcast debut. Uh, So extremely excited about that. Uh, so I want to actually introduce him first to the world, if you are not familiar with him. Uh, some of you may know him because you've been playing Halo with him um, after the podcast on Friday nights, um, like we will do again tonight. Hopefully all of you can be there. Uh, so first off, I appreciate all of you in the chat hanging out with us. Thank you so much. And I want to introduce uh, Mr. Spooky Sprocket. Uh, hello, sir. Uh say hi to everybody tell us a little bit about yourself and um what do you what, what do you have planned for the future
1: yeah thanks guys for for the invite um absolutely honored to to join in on the podcast and talk gaming with you um i'm, I'm a live in australia of course um, i'm a single father of three and um yeah i love gaming i any anything that sort of piques my interest, I'll I'll get in there and um give it a go. And uh yeah, just just like talking gaming with, with mature minded uh like minded people. Heck yeah, man.
0: Uh well I appreciate you uh being here and uh it's awesome that you're in the future right now. Um I think it is actually Saturday um already for you, uh which is really weird. Yeah, it's Saturday
1: lunch time over here, bro.
0: Yeah. Um uh, so he got this crappy news yesterday, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: <laughs> <really> spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse. Um, <everything>. right.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll go around, I'll make some more introductions here. Um as she now wants to be first, uh, as she told me live on air. Uh my beautiful wife, uh, who is first in my heart. Uh if you've been watching, you understand that reference. Hey baby, how you doing,
3: Caitlin?
4: I'm good. <laughs> you don't have to say that every time. Yeah,
3: I do. <laughs> yeah, he does, actually. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think I have to. And then I'll go ahead and um, even though Spooky's not a, a lady, he he went before the ladies. I, I'm going to now go ladies first again after my wife and say, hello, Assassin Lupa. This is your second show as a actual panel member, I believe. Uh, ha- how are you doing today?
5: I'm doing very well, thank you very much. Apart from being very frustrated over some certain news today.
0: Yeah, we're I'm gonna, gonna have lots of
5: lots of fun. We're gonna have lots of fun tonight.
0: <laughs> and In let's see. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it, what's uh, So it there? It's actually two two a.m. right now,
5: right?
0: Two fifteen a.m. Wow. I'm sorry
4: she'd rather be with us i would
0: yeah then we got uh my homeboys over here uh we got three bit uh the bghd on twitter video games hd on youtube a talented animator creator what's going on my friend how you been
6: i've been pretty good i i've been just working on project behind the scenes so it's been draining me a little bit but uh i've been pretty good (laughs) so did drunk 3-bit show up today no no just just low energy three bit but i will i will try and and raise the well i was gonna (laughs) just try and see if we could get Um, some
0: uh uh, juicy details out of you that's what i was hoping for i want those i want those secrets man we got them we got the insider here on the podcast and he doesn't know it eventually i'm gonna get something that's embargoed from him and he's gonna get fired so uh we'll see guys it may happen That is his goal Hey Pong, how's it going man? Uh, I know we were just playing some COD a little while ago uh, and we had some interesting discussions with some friends in, in the chat uh, <laughs> yeah, going do. on there so um, shout out also to uh, PK Entertainment and also to uh, Animated Evil who we've had some fun talk with a little bit a while ago Clowns also uh, was was in there um, so how you doing Pong
3: Hey, I've had a whole lot better weeks than this yeah. week, um, but I, I'm here, man. So um, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, my wife and I had to, uh, it's only fair to tell everybody just in case my energy yeah. level's a little down. I'm not trying to be, but uh, my wife and I had to uh, unexpectedly put down our, our uh, one of our dogs uh, on Monday morning, early Monday morning. So it has been a rough week. But uh I am here, I am ready to talk games and obviously the topic list is crazy. Uh this might be a three hour tour, so uh, let's get to it.
0: Yeah, and we appreciate you uh you know coming on the show. I know we had uh a rough week and hopefully this at least will bring a little bit of normalcy or fun uh at the end of the week to I know what was a tough week for you guys and I know uh we've been through it and we feel for you because we know what it's like. So uh 100 percent, man Uh our thoughts are with you and your family you, and i um anybody wants to send their love Pong's way uh you know it's a it's a big deal when you're when you have pets and you're close to them and then you lose one it's 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 like losing a family member so um much respect also yep. again for you for you being here with us this week mm-hmm. all right guys so back to back to Xbox. All right, so you know, we we keep it positive here on Xbox Ultimate. We like to talk about fun things. We like to speculate. We like to have all these kind of fun discussions and and stuff. But sometimes there is uh some room for some criticism. There is room for um a, a healthy dose of uh hey, what the hell? <laughs> you know, the, there's <laughs> the, 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 not everything is always peaches and cream, okay? Uh, and today was kind of like, it was, was one of those days, you know, it was a uh, reality check day, um, but it, we'll, we'll just say, you know, we usually start this podcast with the fun speculation of the week, uh, but do you want to read the first uh, topic for us today, babe?
4: Um, yeah. So, supposedly, Xbox Live Gold is having a price increase.
0: Yes, it was officially announced after, I believe, a uh, leak happened early uh, today. Then they had this Xbox Wire post uh, come out, and it had some interesting information and um, not so great news. Now, for a lot of us here, and including in the chat, it doesn't really affect us at all, right? But except for the fact when we're trying to make a case for Xbox being the best place to come in and, and get hey friend come get get an Xbox console and you can play uh these games that you like over over here even even if you're not a guy that likes to play a lot of different games or or this or that uh hey come come and play Call of Duty so we can hang out and party chat or come you know or whatever you're trying to convince your friends to join the X ex- Get an Xbox, and and you want to talk about all those fun things that are over here with this brand. The uh, new subscribers to Xbox Live Gold, the cheapest option for them, just got twice as expensive. Um, So we're going to go around and talk a bit about this um, just for informational purposes. Uh, You know how they phased out 12-month cards a little while back? Right. And 12 month options in the storefront. front. Uh, well, that's because, hey, today they announced that the six month option is now the price that the 12 month was. So that is fifty nine ninety nine U.S. dollars for six months, as opposed to what used to be 12 months for fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, so uh, th- we'll start with our special guest, actually, uh, Spooky. What are your thoughts on. On this news today what it, how do you feel about that first off, for uh, new gamers ha- having that um, price increase you know uh, to to xbox and um, what 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 were they thinking?
1: Yeah, um I've noticed a lot of talk on Twitter since this got announced and and other social um, there's a lot of anger being felt I, I noticed um obviously the people. Uh, like myself and you guys that have got uh, game pass ultimate, it doesn't really affect uh, but I'll look at it two sides of the of the story like for new consumers that say uh, for whatever reason they may not be able to afford both lots, you know game Pass and Xbox Live and they might they might just not be interested in game pass uh, so the price hikes gonna hit them in their pocket a bit there and and I can understand their anger there, but I also what I'm thinking is, is they've done this on purpose because I think they're trying to get people to just all migrate over to Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my, my way of thinking too is, um, you know, I've been hearing for a little while um, from different YouTubers and just around the place that uh, they were thinking about eventually getting to a point where they were just going to tie it in with Game Pass and it just come under the one banner. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I think that that's still, I think, in their plans. But I I think, as I said, for players that aren't interested in game board, that doesn't interest them, that's that's the players that it's going to hurt depending on their situations and that. So I can see what Microsoft are trying to do, but I think I would have just took the approach of just scrapping, having the two of them and just combining them and having one subscription. Right.
0: Uh, that makes sense. Well, Game Pass Ultimate is the one that has Xbox Live Gold included, right? And what yeah. they're, like you're saying, what they're trying to do, in my opinion, is strong arm people into that subscription as a, as opposed to the natural progression of, hey, it's such an amazing deal. You can't pass up on it, which is, is true. And we preach Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate all the time with the value, right? How amazing the value is. And they keep getting subscribers and subscribers and subscribers and $1 for three months and all this stuff. But not a, it's not for everybody, and it shouldn't have to be, right? Uh, so let's say that just, you are somebody that's wanting to just play Warzone, right? Uh, PlayStation, you can play it for free, right? Um, PC, you can play Warzone for free. Well, if you're coming into the Xbox ecosystem now as a new uh, Xbox Live member, uh the that cost to play Warzone on Xbox Live will be $120 a year currently. Um and yes, if that's all if that's the only game you care about, it, it you could say okay, well I'll go to uh, Game Pass Ultimate, right? That's even that's $180 for a year. So it's not like it if you if all you care about is Call of Duty Warzone, it's not like a, okay, it, that's not enticing enough for you. You know what I mean. So this is going to affect some players where they may actually say stay away from the Xbox brand, um, that had been potentially considering getting an Xbox because they think it would be, um, play that game really well that they're really interested in. You know what I mean. It's 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 the cheapest way to play at the highest graphics. Um Console wise, as opposed to a PC, you know. So now you got the PS Five and you got the Xbox. Now the PS Five to those gamers is going to be more more attractive. I just don't think it makes sense. Um. So, uh, wh-
6: what about what about you, Three Bit? What are you on with this? Um. So I think this probably happened. There's a lot of different like sort of theories going on, but I think it happened because maybe Microsoft was tired of people getting gold and, and having multiple accounts so that they could just get game pass ultimate for a dollar. I, I did see that quite a bit um, where uh, people, once their uh, account ends, they make a new one, $1 game pass. Yeah, maybe Um,
0: that's true. But but yeah, yeah, but did, did, did they have crappy. a, uh, did they have a console restriction on that. Like for the amount of accounts you can do that with, I, I was just curious.
6: I don't think it's a console restriction no. Right. so I, I think in order to break that incentive, this was one of the ways they they probably decided to do it. You know, because now new members need to extra, <laughs> right? Um, so I I don't know. I, I I think it's it's really crappy for new people. Like for me, it doesn't necessarily affect me, but you have to also think about it. Like a lot of people don't have. X yet. A lot of people don't have a Series S yet or um, any of the new consoles, right? Um, a lot of people were planning on getting it sometime mid this year when the production is a little bit better. So when they do get it, they will be affected uh, if they're brand new <laughs> to, to the Xbox family. Now, um, I I've had Xbox Live since... If you look at my account, this is like 13, 14 years. Yeah. I have I had it since the beginning pretty much the beginning since the OG Xbox. And I've seen the different interpretations of like Xbox Live Arcade and all these um interpretations of, of like uh what they believe Xbox Live should be. And I've always believed Xbox Live should be free. Yeah. I still to this day think it should. Um and it it comes down to almost microsoft promoting the pc a lot more and almost the the pc uh user base is almost getting a lot more uh, value in some cases well it's free lately uh because it's free right yeah and um yeah i, I don't know it's, it's just it, it kind of sucks it's, it's disappointing because yeah. uh they've been having so much good press lately and, and how they approach themselves and how they're very much for the gamers and stuff. And I understand that every subscription service at some point, like Netflix, uh at some point, right? It's been 10 years since they've increased the price. But at the same time, it, it you know, it's already it to me it should be free. It, <laughs> they it shouldn't be any price increase. It, they should Either uh, just have Game Pass Ultimate and then the multiplayer is free. Yeah. But Maybe that's why it hits yeah, harder that's, that's... for a lot of people,
0: you think? You know? Because it's like, yeah. hey, we are all have anticipated this move lately that they were going to actually make it free. Um, it was cross-play and PC and stuff. Like, wait, I'm in the party all the time with a guy playing on PC and they're, you know, they're in the Xbox Live party. We're talking. We're playing the same game. Um, it, Now, if... For me, like I said, it doesn't affect me, but but let's say that I have somebody that's just playing uh, that doesn't have Game Pass Ultimate, right? They're on Xbox Live Gold subscription or whatever. If, if for new players coming into th- that, it, that th- their experience is they have to pay something, right, for that. And the PC guy doesn't have to. It, it's just maybe I'm not as techie uh, enough to understand the reasoning behind that, but it just seems kind of crappy and unfair. And I think a a lot of people have been anticipating that they're going to make that move when they could figure out a way to get enough subscribers over to game pass to make the value uh, proposition worth able to, to, to just take that hit. Right. If you just say, okay, we make this many billions off of this and we just erase it. That's, that's hard to do. But if you move it over to game pass, then it's an easier pill to swallow. Right. And yeah. that's what we were thinking they were going to be doing is getting gate guys over to game pass and then canceling the subscription. But instead their I way mean, of getting over to game pass was just doubling the price of gold, right? Hey, let's make it less attractive for people to join instead, you know? Yeah.
6: It, it, and to a lot of people, they thought they, cause they had the six months and then the 12 is pretty much canceled, right? They kind of yeah. took, the 12-month out of circulation for a lot of stores. So a lot of people thought that was a, a first step into getting rid of <laughs> the months slowly until eventually it's gone. Or, or that's what a lot of people started to think. But no, it's it's because they wanted to charge more for the six months, which again it's business, it's sucky yeah. business for, for the consumers. Um new consumers, right? Again, it doesn't. Most of the people in chat, most of the people in this podcast, they're not affected by it. Uh, especially if you already have an Xbox Live account, it's the same price from what I've heard. It's just for new people. And and to me, that sucks even more because uh, new people who are, are Sid and all the good press that Xbox has been getting lately, you know, they kind of get screwed in some ways. So... Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. <laughs> it kinda sucks for, for people.
0: Yeah. Um, and you know, I I I get that, you know, it's not that expensive or it's not that big of an increase or whatever, but if you look at it for a, a price of a year going sixty bucks to go which is how a lot of people pay for their gold, they bought twelve month cards for sixty,
6: right? Yeah. Now that but again I, I think it, oh sorry. No, go ahead, man. <laughs> no, I, I was just saying again, it could be because of the the um the whole buying new subscription uh one dollar game pass, yeah. like people taking advantage of that whole system. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I yeah, it's just weird. It's it's just kind of confusing.
1: <laughs> oh I've seen that 2 three bit uh, and and I think you you hit the nail on the coffin there. I think they noticed. People creating multiple accounts, so they're trying to trying to regroup and recoup there. But it it does. It sucks for the the new consumer, and it's the new consumer that they're kind of aiming their whole marketing at to draw more people into Game Pass, more people into the Microsoft ecosystem. Um, now with this, I'm not saying for everyone, but it, it's it's possibly going to turn a lot of people off. Yeah, it's a very
0: negative like thing out there. You know, it's gonna go away. I mean, at the end of the day, like this is gonna this too shall pass, right? Like, yeah, we're not gonna be talking about this for too long. But it is, it is like a, it's like I just got stung by a bee right now. You're walking around, everything's good. Hey, it's a nice, beautiful day outside. You know, you're looking at the clouds. Hey, we're in Game Passville. You know, it's like holy crap, this is like amazing. And then all of a sudden, a huge hornet just comes and like smacks you in the face, right? And it's like, oh, check reality, check. Uh, not, they're trying to make money off of you, you know obviously they are we all know that it's a business you know Xbox is a company they have they have to make money, right but the way that they kind of did this and the way it seems like it was trending on Twitter it even said it said on Twitter people are upset because it seems like they're forcing people to the game pass and and that's like a neg- that's a kind of a negative context thing uh, that's gonna kind of Um, surround them for a little while at least you know um, until they have some other good more positive news that's going to come out we all forget this right um i just hope it doesn't deter new gamers coming into the ecosystem that are the casual guys right i I want those casual guys to be playing on xbox you know i want it i want it to be a home for everybody but hey hey lupa I, i know i know pong i know you're like itching to say something on here, but i want you to have the last word on this because i know we were having a discussion a little while ago uh and i am really uh, excited about what you're going to have to say so but we'll, we'll go with lupa first here oh i i know you're upset too about that so what do you got to say
5: yeah i'm not upset about the price that is irrelevant a pound a month whatever it is that's irrelevant it's the way it's been done there we are on cloud nine. We've got the best thing in gaming, Game Pass, and then all of a sudden slap upside the head. No, we haven't, because now you can't even play free to play games without paying out all this money. And I think people are forgetting the children that are with their parents. And those children are wanting Xboxes and then their parents are looking at it and going, Oh, no, not if I've got to pay out 3 $120 a month. No, or a year, sorry. No, you know, I can't afford it. And then they're then to head off to PS or Nintendo. It isn't the price so much because it's just at this time, the way the world is at the moment, there's a lot of people unemployed, a lot of people homeless, a lot of people in a bad way. And then, bang, they pump up a price of something that they didn't need to do, in my opinion, the way they've done it. They could have just phased out gold and everybody would have flocked to Game Pass anyway, the ones that really wanted it. And I think they would have got a lot more people from the um, casual market and children as well. That's what upsets me. I have friends who have two, three, four children. It's just too much money. And where's yeah. the family plan? Yeah, give them a family plan, then it wouldn't be such a kick in the guts. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, a hundred percent.
5: think the timing is wrong. the The way it's been done feels like they're giving us a backhander, slap round the head, rather than actually doing us a favour. And I think that's the problem with people not. Not really the dollar or the pound. That's not the problem. But in this world, at the moment, it is a problem for an awfully lot of people. Awful lot of people. And yeah, I'm frustrated by it because they've built up such amazing favour and done so well. And now it looks like we've always the same with Xbox. And we? we take two steps forward and five backwards. We can't seem to get on an even keel where everybody's happy.
0: Yeah, you may you make some great points, actually, like because again, guys, this is not really about anybody that would be in this chat right now or anybody here on this panel. It's not really going to be affecting us in any kind of way. Right. It's it's about, it's about the other people that it'll affect. I think we're getting some feedback from somebody's mic. There's somebody have the YouTube stream up. But uh uh, it's just about it's about the other people that would find it a less less of an attractive place to come and play games. And it, any with so much positive momentum you have to to make that slip up with this, it just seems kind of weird that and it and, and just unnecessary in a way, you know. Um, but what what are you what are your thoughts, Pong? Because I know you've been itching and chomping at the bit there to to jump in
3: um really i'm not I'm not upset, and some of the fake outrage out there is over the top as far as the usual suspects using this to start to call out Microsoft and, yeah. and talking You're about muted. this astronomical price. am
0: I muted no we can hear you hear me yeah, okay. I can hear you
3: um okay uh so i I think some of that is whatever it, it is what it is right but that goes along with my i'm absolutely flabbergasted that microsoft continues to have this problem they're like a two-headed ogre right so they've got two and you've probably seen them in movies or cartoons a two-headed ogre one one of the heads is the really smart one and the other one is the really dumb one and it's like microsoft sometimes has the incredible ideas for consumers along with their own business because again at the end of the day no company is your friend. I don't care how cool the people at the top are. They're not your friend. They're in it to make money. Period. Without the money, we wouldn't have these, you know, we wouldn't have Game Pass, we wouldn't have a console, we wouldn't have games. Period. But the point being is is that they make these great ideas that is ben that are beneficial for everybody. They've started to bring goodwill back to their brand once more, right? After last gen uh, and this really started to get this positive energy and buzz, and then you got the other dumb head that decides to make or makes a decision on its own without ever discussing it with the smart one. And what we wind up with is these kind of announcements, right? This announcement by itself gives everybody the ammo they need to fire at xbox again it looks bad it sounds bad right there was so many different ways they could have gone about doing this like if they are going to do this and they you know whatever their business decision is and i still can't believe that a bunch of people got in a room and said hey we know it's a pandemic uh we know things aren't looking great right now but you know what we really want to keep gold around but we don't want people to keep If the reasoning was to abuse the system and keep getting game pass ultimate for a dollar or whatever the case may be. So here's what we're going to do. We're just going to go ahead and put this out there with really no explanation. Even though we know that people out in the community have been talking about how we are going to get away from gold eventually, and probably initially make free to play games, at least free to match, you know, PS five and to match the PC side. But you know what? Forget all that. We're just going to push this out and we're going to give everybody, you know, fuel for the fire. And we're we're going to go ahead and take the heat and we're just going to do this. There was a, there was three different paths, you know, to varying degrees. Obviously, there's, you know, gray area in there that they could have taken. Right. So they could have stayed the course. As they have been, I'm sure they have a number in mind of subscriptions that they want to Game Pass before they decide to get rid of Xbox Gold, right? It only makes sense. It is an outdated system. People can talk about, well, we're paying for security. We're paying for the servers. Yeah, well, every other company is as well. And and trust me, Microsoft is doing okay. We've seen their numbers. <laughs> they're, do- they're doing okay right now. Uh, I think they can afford to lose gold. But let's just say they had a number in mind that they had to hit before they went ahead and said, you know what? Gold's over with. It's archaic. Let's do away with it. Let's just let everybody play online for free. Uh, They could have just stayed the course and seen what happened over the next year. See where they're at at the end of the year once more consoles become available, right? Right now, we don't have any consoles out there for the people to buy. We don't know if... Every new person that comes in that buys an S or an X is going to jump on the game pass. Maybe that happens. And all of a sudden by the end of the year, when all these consoles are in place, they got a huge uptake uh, uptick in their, their subscriptions and they're looking really good. They could have waited that out. They could have seen how the economy is going, how the world's doing at that point and been like, all right, here we got to make a decision. Right? So they could have, they could have stayed the course. They could have gone ahead and bought the bullet bite, you know, just bite the bullet up, up front eat the costs and do away with gold right now. That's the other path that could have gone, right? They could have said, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and make all free to play games accessible to everybody. No gold necessary. You're cool. You just want to play Fortnite. You just want to play Warzone. You buy an S you buy an X, whatever, play it to your heart's content. That's fine. You know what? Next up. But we're going to go ahead and also say that any non-free-to-play game still requires gold to some degree, whatever you want to call it at that point. Fine. That's all rolled into Game Pass now. So with your base Game Pass subscription, you get your Game Pass and you get the option to play online, right? So that covers that. Now you have the Xbox, you know, you have the Game Pass Ultimate. Game Pass Ultimate, people. You know what? We did away with gold. Um, So no more free games for the people down on Game Pass. However, since, you know, we kind of shuffled things around here, Game Game Pass Ultimate people, guess what we're going to do for you? We're going to still offer you three free free games a month as an increased value to Ultimate. You would have made everybody happy on every single one of those levels. And I think that people... The, the whole narrative about this, you would have, as you and I talked about, Mav, you would have put PlayStation on the defense because now people yeah. be questioning why they're paying for PS Plus, right? You would have this great, unbelievable influx of articles, of podcasts, of everybody out there on the internet talking about how, wow, Xbox just did away with gold to some degree. They just basically rolled it in the Game Pass, no increase to cost. Game Pass is there. You can play online you all you want. But hey, all you Fortnite players, Warzone players, and all your free-to-play players, go wild. You guys are now good to go. There's no more barrier there for you. They would have had all of that goodwill rolling into the goodwill that they already started to establish. And the whole narrative would have been different. Now, yes, would it cost them money? Of course. Are there still people hanging on to gold and not wanting to go to Game Pass or Game Pass Ultimate? Of course there is. But they could have done that bought the bullet gotten all this free good press and move forward at the same time they can afford it they can do it but they also just had the option to stay the course they did not need to make this decision now and <clears throat> the way they put out the presser they leave so much for uh, so much open for interpretation yeah that it allows people to run wild with things even if they're not true People are going to believe that. And as you and I were having a discussion, Mav, word of mouth still happens to this day, Mm -hmm. right? We are a small little group on the internet, right? Everybody likes to think that Twitter is real life or that YouTube is real life. It's not the majority are not here listening, but what happens is there are enough people on twitter online that hear this kind of talk going on and then wind up going and talking to their friends and the minute their friend says hey you know what i'm thinking about getting that uh, new xbox series x go you know play some Fortnite." blah 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 and what's what's the first that comes out of their mouth man did you just hear what xbox did Man, they just blew up Xbox Gold, and they increased the price. You're paying like 200 percent of what you used to. It's gonna be like 120, <laughs> you know. That's exactly what happens, and whether or not it's factual does not matter at that point. Yeah. The person goes, "Oh, really?" And he, and the guy's like, "Yeah, man, we we should get PS5s because you know it's free over there. We can just you know get Fortnite and play." And that's how it goes, and it still happens to this day. So. They've got to understand that, and how they don't see this. Even if they say, "Okay, we're going to take a hit by doing this," but business-wise, you know, I can guarantee you the CFO had a lot to do with this. Right? This is a CFO-type decision. This yeah. is not a, you know, this is not a per. This is not a fill decision like what he would normally do. Right? Because he kind of understands it from a gamer standpoint. Maybe he did agree with it, but at the end of the day, this is a numbers decision right here. So, so you know, you there was just so many different ways that could have gone about this and avoided this. But if they said, okay, we are going to take this hit. We're going to take this heat. I don't know how they don't understand the type of heat. That's going to come their way and how that word of mouth to this day still does affect things. And yes, we're, this is not the end of the world. It's not the end of Xbox. Nobody's going to be returning their series X's. Nobody's going to be saying, you know, it's not going to happen, but, that, that is a continuation of what started. This is like a smaller, a, a much smaller version of what happened in 2013. They do not do well communicating, even though some of their th- some of the stuff that they had in 2013 we've now seen seen come to fruition they were kind of way ahead of the game in a lot of ways and but people didn't want to hear it back then they didn't read the room and then their messaging was awful on top of it so they had no way of explaining it properly or putting it in terms where people would understand it this is just another case like that again it's a smaller little tiny case but it's still happening and people still Get the wrong idea about what Microsoft is doing, and yes, some of it is on purpose. Some of it is twisted. Some of it is used for you know whatever purposes to get clicks, to get you know everything that people want. But at the same time, Microsoft has control of that, and if they just did a better job of getting their messaging out with a better you know just a better overall message i've said that too many times but message if they just did that properly they could avoid a lot of this and there was a lot of different ways they could have buffered this you know small something small they could have added in there was hey you guys we're doing this we're increasing this because of x y and z but you know what we have heard you guys and we know our you know games for gold recently our free games haven't been up to par right right And we understand that. So along with this change, we are committed to bringing you better games free each month, along with your Xbox gold membership, just something to buffer that. Yeah. I'll leave it at that.
0: So, you know, when they do those comparisons now uh, that go on Twitter, when they say, okay, here's what you got for PlayStation plus for this amount of money. And here's what you got for Xbox live gold for this amount of money. Uh, You know, that price is going to be higher, uh, so uh, on the one yeah. side over the other, it, it's just. Um,
3: it- well, well, and you saw what I, and I, sorry, man, but you saw what I what I, what I sent you in the DMs. If people don't think that this matters and it's just a bunch of yeah. you know entitled crybaby gamers, Apex Legends, their official account put out <laughs> put out an actual comparison amongst all the systems of what it costs you to play Apex Legends. And they put Microsoft and they said Xbox one hundred and twenty dollars, PC free, PS Five free. An Official associated account of Call of Duty put out the same exact tweet saying, "Hey, Microsoft just increased their prices. This is what it's going to cost you to to play Warzone yeah. on each system." That stuff matters. Yeah, that, stuff, that stuff matters. Those to those
0: companies are not happy about this decision either because it's no. it's just it's increasing the no. barrier of entry. Uh, for a lot of people to play games. So uh, at the end of the day, does it doesn't affect anybody here on this panel. No, does it affect anybody here in this chat? Probably no. So our opinions probably are mostly going to be skewed the other way where it's like, Hey, that's not a big deal. Hey, just, uh, Hey, just make sure you uh, do your, your game pass stuff, you know, and you can get game pass for free, you know, or like, that's not the world we actually live in with a lot of these, with a lot of people, you know, there, it's it's not that simple people aren't at, not everybody is as hardcore gamers as we are you know what i mean um and the fact
5: all like entitled selfish gamers yeah. and not thinking about <laughs> the poor casual people and the people with children and teenage children etc that's what breaks on me
0: we are the actual yeah. minority of the gamers we're we are like a fraction a small fraction of, of of the gamer gaming community here uh we speak the loudest because we care the most um and that's why it's important when sometimes when companies make a decision like this for even though we praise and praise and praise and love Xbox and you hear me talk positively about it all the time and i'm one of the biggest advocates to try and get people to play games on on this show at least i don't know we we, we all want to play games with each other and talk about xbox how awesome it is and how great game pass is and and spread the love and and everything but but equally and they do something that's kind of screwed up if we don't point it out and say hey this kind of sucks that you did this then then for me it makes me look like i just only care about xbox and not about the gamers right and so
5: You've heard yeah, all over yeah. twitter today i don't care i've got game pass ultimate or well, so yeah. have i and i never pay yeah, for I'll, it because i use my rewards to pay for it and the thing is it shouldn't be i don't care it should be well it doesn't affect me but but nobody's got that in them to say, it doesn't affect me, but what about the poor people, teenage children, et cetera, even younger children that yeah. can't now access ac- access the ecosystem because the parents can't afford it?
0: Well, it's, somebody no, was no, like, no. Uh, well, hey, you know, PlayStation's going to probably do it now too, so it doesn't matter. Well, hey, that's not a good thing if PlayStation no. does it too. I don't want PlayStation to do it too because Xbox did it. It's bad that Xbox did it; that it set the precedent. Now that PlayStation feels like maybe they could do it, so it's not a winning situation. It's better for us if things get
1: cheaper.
5: Yeah, it's <laughs> and, like they just it's, put up all their games by ten dollars.
1: Yeah, your especially because it's Microsoft and, at the end of the day, and
5: they but and didn't and they
2: cater to PC, and
1: yeah. PC, as you mentioned, they they've got free online. So why not just make the online free? Like, you you know, it's, it's sort of all under your banner, um, you know, and, and, and for the ones that, you know, like myself, like you guys, they have got game pass off. I mean, you know, you've got to think of today's climate. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a single parent myself. Um, So I I know the struggles at the best of times, um, you know, and a lot of people have lost, lost their jobs. You know, a lot of people have, have had their hours cut down um, and then, then, of course, being a parent, there's a lot more priorities in life before gaming comes along as well. So, you know, you've got your bills, you've got food, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you've got to lay out for. So, yeah, it, it from that perspective and and the timing, the timing couldn't be worse just because of how the world is at the moment in this pandemic. Um, so it was really, really crappy timing on on Microsoft's part in that regard. Um, so I think they need to rethink it. And, and like I said, just, just have the one like entity type thing of, of game pass with live included in that and not have two separate, you know, things where there's one skyrocketing payment, one sort of staying, you know, relatively fair at the moment.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: I think it comes down
6: like just hearing everybody's thoughts too. At, uh, if I were to summarize it, it's like uh, everyone sort of agrees that the messaging was off. With yeah, my, with microsoft
1: yeah
6: and yeah, i mean they've always been that, that is yeah like, like pong was saying like i i completely agree that's something microsoft has never truly been 100 percent at uh even if it's a good thing it, it sometimes their messaging just gets very crisscross and they don't explain it to us the right way um and and then later, years later, we find out why <laughs> why they they made that yeah. decision. Was, that's, you know, that's very this, true. Yeah, thing. but and, not that this is also, a good thing at all. But
1: and I also agree yeah, with, with Paul. I don't think this is a decision from Phil. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like that. It, it it seemed more like it. It could possibly come down from it from like you know Satya Nadella or something like that, or, or along those lines.
0: Yeah, who knows who made the final decision on it? It, it's, it's, it does smell like a corporate thing, you know, like a, uh, somebody. Like, oh, we got to looking at the looking at the charts and the sheets here. We got to we got to kind of change these numbers around. Let's let's see what we can manipulate here. But I, at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's probably is a little bit about trying to get those people into the Game Pass subscription. And the, when you're making that decision as a as a new gamer on Xbox and you go to make a, your make your account. Okay, I can pay a dollar and get 3 months of Game Pass Ultimate and then it's going to be 14.99 or I can pay uh $60 for 6 months. And if I decided to get Game Pass and that Game Pass Ultimate, then you're talking about uh 9.99 plus 10.99 a month or you know, it just the math it for, kind of forces your hand a little bit there uh, if you're trying to make a decision right so that's probably a lot of what it's about as well as what three bit said earlier i never even thought about that with the with the uh, uh, people making the multiple accounts and all that kind of stuff but you know um, it's a negative right now this too shall pass uh did anybody have any like one last thing or they wanted to chime in about this
3: real, real quick no, I oh, think we've covered we the worst. <laughs> yeah. it's
5: we need to do something cheery now.
3: Yeah, I, I, didn't, I
0: wanted to get this out of the way but, so that way we could have a fun show the rest of the time, right? Uh, because just because Xbox does something stupid every once in a while or uh, kind of like reminds you that they're a big corporation and like to suck the blood out of you with, and, and take all your money every once in a while, um, most of what they've been doing... Uh, this past couple years is extremely positive and amazing. So does this take away from that? Um, not not really. No, it just kind of is like a little um, like I said, a, like a little a little reality check, a little bee sting or whatever. And, and then we're going to move on to probably what they're going to follow this up with. It's probably going to be some amazing, crazy news that's going to make us all go okay, I don't really care anymore because what they're doing is so insane that it doesn't, like, who cares, right? Like, because this is all crazy good stuff, you know? So at the end of the day, will this matter too much? No, but I don't like it, and I want to make that clear uh, to in case anybody from Xbox ever actually listens to any of these podcasts where any of us are talking about this stuff, um, w- just so they know that we don't like this stuff when it happens. and. Oh, okay you
3: know yeah. we we all care about Xbox that's why yeah I mean, again at the end of the day we want we want we're all gamers so it doesn't matter we all benefit when every system is doing well and whenever a system missteps it is just one of those disappointing things that's like hey you got to sometimes call them out and say hey this is not the way to do things guys we know we're just the little people here but let me tell you from the ground what it looks like and there's not there's nothing wrong with that we want every system to be healthy we don't want any system to die we're not that type of group of gamers here we just see something that is a misstep and we want to just point it out and say hey just you guys can do better than this you really can
6: that's all yeah and microsoft is people and maybe it's just it just hits me and the community a little bit hard because of like Microsoft already has this weird reputation <laughs> with with like the casual gamers like people uh, be like you play on an Xbox and I'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just so weird um, mm-hmm. that people think that but you know, it it's at the end of the day like we you said Mav hopefully positive news will come afterwards and the media already are seeing they're going to jump on this. I haven't seen I'm already seeing like IGN put this in their front page articles and stuff like that. They yeah. never do that with PlayStation. I'm just gonna say that. Well I mean There's this so is many... a big deal. I mean it, now it, it's it is to us it's not but it, it
0: is legitimately um when you raise the minimum barrier
6: of entry on a platform uh for new and for new free to play and need yeah. to be free to play they what they should do and I'll just end it here. Um, because <laughs> we need to get to the other topics. Uh, but to do is make it free to play, sort of like they do on PC. And what they need to do is either combine gold. Yeah, they they should just combine gold with uh Game Pass Ultimate. That's what they should do. Um, just get rid get rid of gold altogether, all and maybe uh I, I think a lot of people would say, like, oh, but you don't get the free games, the three free games um, every month or so. If you have Game Pass, so you don't need the games free games, that. you know? Exactly. Um, you Game Pass itself is is an amazing... It's amazing. Game Pass is amazing. This does not negotiate... <laughs> this is not, like... This negative news doesn't basically lower the value of what's in Game Pass, because Game right. Pass is, is great.
0: Yeah, but, I just don't, like... Saying okay, using this as a reason to push people to Game Pass, like hey, hey, exactly. uh, like uh, people are saying, oh, well, hey, it's only like a dollar or four dollars more to go to Game Pass. Why don't you just go to Game Pass? Well, like um, they shouldn't have to, you know. It, it, we that shouldn't be like for it, it doesn't have to be for everybody, right? That no, playing multiplayer see. games online, you shouldn't have to subscribe to a. You shouldn't have to make that decision. It should just be free,
6: you know? It, yeah, it shouldn't I, be
1: forced the decision either. It should be a choice for the consumer. Like, the consumer should be able to choose what they're signing up for, what they're not.
0: Yeah, just the yeah. fact that that multiplayer is behind that barrier kind of is what forces that issue, right?
6: And I know it's a little weird because I know you can convert <laughs> your months of yeah. gold <laughs> into Game Pass, Ultimate. So, in my opinion, they should just make it one thing pay fifteen dollars yeah. a month or so for game pass ultimate that's basically what I'm trying
0: to say. Well get gold is part of game pass ultimate already. Mm-hmm.
6: So if, if you oh, have okay. if it if you get game pass yeah, ultimate you, you get or, Xbox or just, Live Gold. So it's Game Pass and then there's Game Pass Ultimate which is more right right so yeah. it's actually
5: different. Yeah. It costs more but you get XCloud don't forget in there. Which is yeah. perfect. And you get gold and you get all the access to all the games, that EA and Game Pass, and to be fair, I haven't touched a gold Game for Gold game since Game Pass came out.
2: Yeah. So and been, it,
3: I mean, this, this is the corner they kind of get themselves into. This,
5: this month coming sorry, is not bad. Is they've got um, Gears 5 on there. About all I can see it's worth playing, to be honest. But Resident Evil. Oh yeah, and Resident Evil, sorry, I forgot the, that The,
0: the, 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 so, the so, medium. So
5: that's the best that's been for months and months.
3: Well, good. Oh, dear. she's talking about gold.
0: Oh,
5: gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were uh, you going
6: to say bone. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Games, games with. Gold. Oh, I was. I was just. Yeah, games with gold, right? You know, <laughs> no, I was just going to say this is kind of the corner that they painted themselves into. Like, I understand why they kind of had to do all this, but with the messaging and how they said, "Hey," they kept gold and introduced Game Pass, right? So obviously, they're not going to touch Game Pass prices right now because they're still trying to grow it, right? But they added they said hey we're rolling gold into game pass ultimate so you're getting this great deal and now if they're going to try to slowly get rid of gold it dev- like Indy said in the in the chat which i was going to just respond to him it kind of devalues the ultimate right if all of a sudden they did do away with gold and said hey everybody mm-hmm. gets to get online and go f- play for free because that's part you of the right? that's that's part of the benefits they advertise yeah. right so people are going to look at that and be like well, then why are we paying $15 for ultimate? Even though we all know it's still an awesome value. And I, if they came out tomorrow and said ultimate's 20 bucks, I I wouldn't blink an eye. Right. So, but the point being is, is that to, to the consumer, it, it says, Hey, we just took away something, even though we just gave it to you, basically for free, we're still taking it out of there. So why, you know, consumers always look at that and say, well, why am I still paying $15? That's why my idea of adding those free gold games into the ultimate and saying, Hey, ultimate guys, you still get three free games a month. That was what my idea was there, but they kind of painted themselves into a corner with this messaging because it's going to make it very hard for them to phase it out. That's all.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I wanted to uh, back from the dead. What I was saying is do away with multiplayer barrier altogether. Like there should be no multiplayer barrier on Xbox. There's not on Steam. Uh, free-to-play games or free-to-play uh, on PlayStation. You don't have to have PS Plus on there to play Warzone or Fortnite or those games. Uh, at, at, uh, any of the like PC platforms, you don't have to pay for. Um, and they just doubled the bottom price on Xbox Live for new players. So, yeah, that's, that's where I'm coming with that. Now, if we say, hey, let's lower the barrier, right? And you're saying, like, hey, the only entry point is Game Pass Ultimate. That's not true if if multiplayer is free. At that point, there would be no barrier. And then Game Pass would stand on its own, which it already does. Right? Game Pass, I can tell you how they could make that move, Pong, what you're talking about. Hey, it would almost devalue it if they, like, got rid of the yeah. Xbox Live Gold because it's been included in the service. And if they take something away, people are going to say, why am I still paying the same price? announce something else that they probably already have planned at the same time. Uh if they would have done that when they announced EA Play is coming into Game Pass and got rid of the Xbox Live Gold paywall and they announced that the same day, hey, there's the Switcheroo. You got we got more value that day. Um it's it's a it's an easy uh easy thing to see. Exactly. And and the value of Game Pass Game Pass Ultimate is eventually going to go up. Okay. It it is eventually Absolutely. going to go up. Absolutely. And that's normal. We expect Netflix to go up. We expect like Hulu to go up. All these things go up. The more content they keep adding in, the costs keep going up, the more things that keep happening, the more publishers they purchase to get things into Game Pass, all this stuff, it is going to eventually increase the price. Now, if we're getting the value for that back, then hey, the more the merrier. For me, it's a choice of of entry for you. But to play a multiplayer game, should not have a barrier of entry because it doesn't on almost every other device out there. So that is, Correct. that is the point. And the bottom price just got doubled people. So is that a, a big deal? Uh, to me, it's somewhat of a big deal. It's not, it's not that like it's, it's a gaming thing. So in, in the, in the realm of, it, is it actually a big deal? No, it's not, it's not actually a big deal, but it's, it's a big deal in the gaming space. Right. This this is uh, g- going to be newsworthy. It is going to have people talking. And it is a black eye for Xbox currently at this moment that they did not need to create for themselves. It was a fumble. They made a mistake. Um, and as a person that loves this platform, and am I going to deter people away from it? No. But I'm going to point out if I think not. they screwed up on something, and I think this is absolutely a time when they did it. So, uh Moving on to something else because there's a lot of fun, actually, happy stuff to talk about and awesome things uh, that we can talk about with Xbox because there's definitely more good than bad. Uh, What is the next topic on the agenda, baby girl?
2: You're on mute, babe.
3: Hi. (laughs) Hi. Six more, hey. six more topics. Six more hours, guys. Yeah. We're doing an hour a topic today. Yeah. Six more hours. <laughs> you <guys pickled> up?
4: <laughs> um, is it time for the fun speculation of the week?
0: Yeah, the, the, this is usually our first topic, guys. <laughs> so let's get going with that.
4: Um, acquisitions and unannounced titles. Rumors galore.
0: Okay, so uh, this is referencing um, Jeff Grubb and Brad Sam's. Uh, who have made some interesting comments lately uh, regarding the, the, having some knowledge and insider knowledge on some things that they know is going to happen, but they can't, they can't spill the beans, right? Um, I think it was Brad Sands who says he knows about three acquisitions that are going to basically happen in the gaming space. And then Jeff Grubb also said that there was two uh, games that he knows of is coming out in 2021 unannounced right now for Xbox. Uh, and, you know, I so I, I thought it'd be fun just... We won't spend a lot of time on this, but just to have some quick predictions on like what you think like these things could these things could be. Um, so do you do you want to chime in on this, Spooky?
1: Yeah, um, obviously, like any game company, you know they they don't announce everything straight away. They want to obviously space their announcements out a bit uh, to build up hype for certain things. So yeah, it doesn't shock me. Um to hear that um there's unannounced games for this year um that'll be announced at some point. Um they have got twenty-three studios now. Um I know there's a few that I can think of that we haven't really heard much from anyway yet. Uh so and as as for acquisitions, uh well, you know, Suddy and the Dela and Phil themselves said uh, after that Bethesda deal that they
2: weren't stopping.
1: Um they can't afford to really stop uh, because of the type of vision that they've got um, and going up against companies like Tencent, Google that are out there right now, Amazon um, trying to buy up studios for uh, Luna and uh, Stadia. Uh, so they, they've got to, because they're building, I guess, as people like to call it, a Netflix type model with their game pass, they've got to constantly be pumping content to it. Uh, so, it doesn't shock me that they'll be on the constant looking for acquisitions. Um, I'm kind of looking at one that I think I, I got wind of and, and put on my Twitter, um, with Itagachi, um, the former Ninja Gaiden dev, uh, lead, lead dev. Um, he, he's come out and, and pretty much just put on the table that he'd be honored if Microsoft reached out to work with him, um, that was acquire him and his team or simply just make a deal to uh, you know have, have his team work on an xbox game uh, so yeah it's not not really surprising at all um, and and I'm ex- I've said the whole time I expect big things this year and but then the next two years to follow that as well I'm uh, just going to continue to pump out the games with these studios
0: yeah um, definitely good thoughts there man um, what about you? What about you, Lupa?
5: Well, to me, it's obvious they've got 10 other studios. They haven't said what they're doing. And so it's pretty obvious to me they've got stuff that's uh, hidden underneath the sheets. It'll pop yeah. up soon mm-hmm. enough. There's no point speculating about something we don't know about. But for sure, there's 35 groups of people in those 20, whatever it is, three that. Is Um, studios yeah so they're all making something yeah it's just what and i'm hoping is that what i do know from talking to certain people that there's a few decent new ips coming that that's interesting so i'm looking forward to finding out what it is but i think we've been moving more into next gen at the moment it's all cross gen the true only true next-gen so far is coming out is going to be the medium. And uh, then after that, they'll start to pop up more and more often. So those studios that we haven't heard of what they're doing at the moment are probably working on something solely for next-gen.
0: Yeah, good thoughts sir.
5: That's my thing.
0: Um, all right, uh, Pong or 3Bit, you got, y'all got any uh, predictions here you want to chime in with?
6: Go first, Pong or me?
3: Go ahead, Ben. All
6: right. Um, yeah, I I have a couple predictions. I, well, for one, I I believe Forza might be coming out this year. If we're just talking about this year, then maybe the new Forza by the end of this year. Um, people are predicting Horizon over uh, over motorsport, which is interesting because three usually says motorsport. Um people eat, the devs take the assets from Motorsport and put it in to Horizon. Yeah, I'm on that train. Um, but it, it is new. Um but it's like it's new tech, so maybe the fact that they have to build out larger environments could influence a smaller one like Motorsport. So I I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um I believe a Wolfenstein three uh could be coming and uh other than that it's it's kind of hard to tell we we know there is just a lot of helpers microsoft has now um uh, we know compulsion they're working on something uh what are they working on we don't know uh we we know that uh there's obsidian they're working on like i i would say they're working on like outer worlds too but they're working on so many games right now i don't i don't know (laughs) yeah they're like uh, four projects
0: or something yeah it's
6: like uh, i don't even know what what are they work they're working on avowed they're working on um, the outer
0: worlds content still smaller
6: team yeah um did that did they finish with outer
0: worlds yet uh like i know that they just had the more content come out was that the last bit they're done.
6: um I, yeah they just came out with that dlc the latest i heard that they're they're going to start production on the second one but i haven't heard much about it it's been silent at that at end um but yeah i don't i don't really know <laughs> and i guess that's exciting i i think because a lot of it might be new ip and yeah. um eh, yeah we'll, we'll just we'll just have to see
0: all right, Paul, come in with something hot and juicy, man. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, obviously, uh, this is a huge year uh, for Microsoft in general. Um, like I, I've stated previously, I think that um, you know this launch was a soft launch for the hardcore, uh, just due to all the circumstances and not being able to get Halo out the door. Um, you know having to move so many games, um, and having so many issues, just getting, you know, console stock in. Um, so I think this was kind of, I think they looked at it, especially once they knew Halo was not going to, um, Uh, be ready i think that they moved the calendars and said okay holiday 2021 is when we got to be firing on all cylinders because we're going to have consoles in the marketplace they're going to be available for everybody we got to be hitting hard right so 2021 is huge and why i say that is because i think it's all going to lead up towards the end of the year by the end of the year I think you're going to see a lot of announcements that we were expecting and some that we were, um, you know, along with Brad Sams and, and Grub, you know, Jez Gordon, uh, Gordon from uh, Windows Central. He also came out on his and uh, Rand's uh, podcast and said he knows he knows and he never says this unless it's absolute. he knows of two games unannounced. For Xbox for 2021, that are coming, right? That so, was Jez
0: Port and not Jeff Grubb. I always get them mixed up yeah. for some reason. Oh, you?
3: Yeah. okay. I didn't know if they'd missed Jeff Grubb. He usually comes through with something too. But no, yeah, yeah Jez, Jez uh, definitely verified. And like I said, he never does that unless he's absolutely mm-hmm. sure. So um I think we've got at least two games. I like Three Bits' line of thinking with Wolfenstein 3. I think that's probably why they announced Indiana Jones. Not, not that they might not have two teams working, um, but I think Wolfenstein Three might be wrapping up at this point, and so they were ready to announce Indiana Jones. And if that's the case, if they're going to take this final last part of the year, I wouldn't be surprised to see Wolfenstein Three out by fall um, at some point in there. Obviously, I've said previously Starfield 2021. Um, I think that's a done deal um and i think uh, that's another reason why they announced indiana jones yes they claim that todd is only going to be you know executive producer and not going to be hands on we know this is his pet project he's going to be hands on he's going to be working on elder Scrolls 6 i think starfields almost guaranteed i i'd put it at 90 95% to be out this year so um and then acquisition wise the domino that falls is once the zenimax deal is done uh that domino falls We're going to see some announcements. I don't know. I think they've got at least one big uh, publisher, Um, you know, whether WB is secretly on the table um, in the background and still in play, or if it's like a Capcom um, I can see both of those happening uh, by the end of this year, or at least being announced uh, going into the next year, because again, you got to be thinking that they're thinking, you know, this generation, end of 2021 you got maybe five six more years of this generation depending on if they're going to do mid-gen refreshes they've got to have their games planned out and they've got to have game pass pumping so anything they're going to announce it's going to have to be between 2021 and 2022 for acquisitions that are actually going to count towards this generation Um, because you know it takes those studios and it might you know it takes those studios you know let's just say three to four years you know sometimes five years to make a game It's going to take, you know, anything they announce now in 2022, you're going to be seeing this generation, the benefits. Um, Anything after that, you know, with Microsoft honoring contracts out there and making sure the games still get put out, even if it's on another platform like Deathloop, um, I don't think we'd see a lot of benefit until know next generation so i think we're going to see a couple big big more announcements as far as acquisitions going forward here and some small ones in there too there's a lot of studios out there that need to be bought the consolidation of the gaming industry has already started we're seeing it we just got rumors that 10 cent is on the move um 10 cent is is freeing up and gathering money and it sounds like it's going to be a big one i mean there's there's rumors of that you know it could be it could be 2k i mean it, it could be rockstar so you know that That's huge, and you know Microsoft knows it's coming. So they're going to buy up as much as they can and get the pickings, pick out the ones that they want now before they're just looking at leftovers. So I, I expect to see a lot of movement.
0: Yeah, yeah man. Um, uh, great thoughts. The one thing I was noticing when you were talking about the... Uh, if it was a, a publisher acquisition... Um, so if there was a publisher acquisition by any of these, uh, because these, th- these three acquisitions don't necessarily, aren't isolated to Xbox necessarily, right? There was just no. three gaming acquisitions. But for any of these uh, platforms, if they were to actually acquire a publisher, um, you're also acquiring a lot of games that are currently have been in development. So that could have a more immediate payoff as well. So um, as opposed to developers are usually they don't, necessarily get acquired deep into a project i wouldn't think it would be more of like like what's to come but publishers you're, you're pretty much got you're absorbing whatever they got in the works as well so um that could potentially still happen down the line later even publisher wise depending on what happens with game pass over the next few years i think it's but possible. uh
3: but I mean, yeah, uh for 20, sure taking 21... 10 Microsoft is thinking 10 years down the road, too, 20 years down the road, too. So that stuff is definitely still in play. I'm just talking about our immediate generation, what we'd be looking at. I think you're right, though.
0: 2021 to 2022, early 2022, is we're going to see the most moves we've seen um, with consolidation in the video game industry. Uh, Since I can remember, you know, maybe, like, if you were to go back when, the first video game boom started in the eighties there, there was probably stuff like this happening with like um, smaller companies getting acquired left and right for their technology and everything. But it's kind of happening again now with the shift in the landscape of gaming. Right. Uh, What I kind of think would be, uh, I think blooper team, maybe one of them uh, that's going to be acquired. Um, And that's, that'll be my one prediction. Um, I don't, I don't know enough about any other possibilities to make a make a stab at one. Really, besides them, um,
1: I, I just think there's too much going on there with the medium. Was I know too that I, I thought of um, Moon Moon Studios. I think could be another little studio they might look at. The other one people I think w- were hoping that they would uh, maybe acquire it was a Sobo, but they've just been invested in, and I think they're wanting to stay independent yeah. for. A, a
0: little yet. Yeah, if you look into the history of sobo, it's it actually runs very, very deep and long. You know, they've been in the industry for a long time, making yeah. making games for. I think they, I think they're happy with what they what they do. And um, as so, was that Lupa?
5: I said, so's Moon. Yeah. already affiliated to xbox i don't think they're going to go any further
0: well and moon's next game is i, I think it's a multi-platform or on or on playstation or something I, I can't remember exactly what what their deal is but um it'll be interesting to see what their future holds because i think their next game is going to be quite a bit different than we anticipate um mm-hmm. so uh going into like a the games i think forza horizon 5 is going to be one of them um for Xbox games and announced because it just makes sense for me like I I think it's going to be a cross gen game and I think the next Forza as it showed in the Xbox Game Showcase is going to be Series X S only so that's going to have the new assets to be for like Forza Forza Motorsport Game Pass a service game almost and then also uh Forza Horizon 6 could use those assets or, um and I think Forza Horizon will stay in as a like normal release schedule type game right um that's just my thought on that. I I don't know what the other game is. That one could be potentially an announced game or it could be Starfield. Who knows?
6: We'll yeah, I'm, see. I'm looking... I was just going to well, say, something I'm looking forward to besides the games that is coming is um, the technology. This, this is going to be insane <laughs> by yeah. next year in, in 2022. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to them figuring out the RDNA 2 kit fully, upper um, is fully using the Nanite technology for the Unreal Engine and, and just really taking advantage of the tech there because the tech that is there, it really cuts down a lot of people's processes for um, models in, in video games. It cuts out <laughs> whole processes where uh, you can yeah. scan whole faces in a video game and right now when you scan a face in in a video game if you look at behind the scenes they have to optimize it make sure the game can actually handle it in the future (laughs) they just it just it just works so i'm really looking forward to uh the technology aspect as well in a couple of years right on man so
1: same and and I know it's only a small part of it too, but I'm also interested as they move into the tiers of VRS as well. They're right shading. Yes. Um, and you see that. Yep. That's going
6: to be incredible.
0: Yeah. It, they've made some pretty cool announcements. All I know is that when I'm playing the games, they look cool and they're just going to look cooler. <laughs> they're just going to keep looking better and better. I, you know, when you get into the tech stuff, like a lot of times I get a little lost and, um, but I I get I get it. At the same point, um, I know that they're working on this same stuff, uh, the, this amazing stuff, and I can't wait to see it. But I don't understand how any of it works.
6: <laughs> just look cool. <laughs>
0: um. So, hey, babe, uh, who who all do we have in the chat? Uh, I see uh, we got some fun fun people hanging out here.
4: Yeah, we have a lot of people. You wanna, um, what?
0: You want to say hi to anybody? We got- I want to
4: say hi to everybody. <laughs> us just joined. We got Paul. We got Indy. Prophet. Pixel hey. Slava. Who said he was drunk and he is going to game with us later. So that should be
2: oh.
0: interesting. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do that, too. That
4: sounds we fun. That. I can join him. <laughs> Cyber
0: Hunter. <laughs> I,
1: I caught that. <laughs>
0: Let's not start that again this week.
3: Yeah, so did I. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll just do the simple thing and just shout out to the whole chat from the land, de- land down under.
3: Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: Proficient. Um, Froggy. O.E.B. Pete.
0: Yeah, awesome people in the chat. Thanks everybody for hanging and thanks for sticking to, with us through the negativity and getting back into the positivity. Um, but it had to be done. Um so hey uh, game pass games for January. Oh you okay, bib? You yeah, laughing at cyber, me?
4: Cyber, oh, okay. no
0: cyber <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't he doesn't want any part of that again. Um <laughs> So uh, we'll move on to this uh, next topic. Uh, Game Pass games for January. Um, There was like this awesome list of games, guys. I mean, we had uh, the the Yakuza games. uh, Three of them are being added in there. Uh, The mediums come in this this month. Um, We got um, the Cyber Shadow is coming out. That's from people that made Shovel Knight, I I believe. Uh, That's what Clowns told me on 4Guys. So that actually has me intrigued on that one um let's see what what else gig was there guys i know i'm in, I, I, you know i should be prepared but i'm um, not a preparer I, there, but there was like a lot Desperado of stuff three yes oh, that's 3. three i streamed that yesterday a little bit outer wilds uh, is on x cloud cyber shadow on the 26 donut county see people have been actually <laughs> talking about this game which i that's kind of one that slipped over my oh, head yeah.
3: People are talking uh, about it because con- it's just easy gamer points. That's all. Yeah. Easy achievements.
0: <laughs> uh control
5: <laughs> for
6: PC. Yeah. Hit-
5: Neoverse.
6: Yeah. Doesn't control uh the ultimate edition, doesn't is that next month? Well the ultimate yeah, edition comes be-
0: out next month, but this one's control for PC. Like and, it is control's and, already and on Gameplay.
1: The Android uses the getting gotcha. out of walls. Yes.
5: Ukulele, impossible lair.
0: I just I just wanted to give a shout out to that because you know as we were being negative about something else with Xbox, I mean this is like amazing, you know, uh, that they keep putting this stuff in the Game Pass and and for the people that want to subscribe to Game Pass and like to play all these different kinds of games, we're just being rewarded and rewarded and rewarded and let let's keep it up, Xbox, with this because as 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 negative as the other thing was i mean to me this outweighs it like the posi- the positive with this um because i i think it's just freaking incredible right um I, mean, I, I i think this is a um special thing that they're doing that needs to be like we we need to say hey everybody check game pass out if you like games you know like e- w- this is insane the whole yakuza series besides like a dragon which i bet Will eventually be in Game Pass. Is
6: love it, it,
0: yeah. Is, is gonna be we're
3: getting the and we're getting the remastered collection, yeah. Well, yes. the remastered collection. yeah it's, it's not even just the original, original, crazy. Yes, the the, no. the 28th, no. just alone
1: on the 28th, just alone, you've got the medium Yakuza 3 remastered, 4 remastered, and 5 remastered. So that day alone, you got four bloody good games.
0: Hey guys, if you're new to Game Pass for one dollar. You can play the entire Yakuza series except for like a dragon. Um, d- hey, if you just want to go binge it for a month, go for it, guys. You know, uh, that's just that's just nuts. And then if to finish it off, how about a how about a brand new, uh, horror game that is next gen only, right? Uh, in the medium, uh, that looks pretty freaking incredible in itself um I have a
2: question. who's I, going to we, pc
4: by the way
0: yeah yeah baby
4: what is donut county
0: it's something actually i think you may like <laughs> so you play as a whole you play as a whole and you go around and you and you
4: like what the fuck does that mean
2: you know
5: without a hole it's just a nut
2: yeah.
5: <laughs> so you got a hole. Just and you a, go just the a and go. just, things in and it's like a I just like how
1: how vague the developer is, like just with the little like description. It just says <laughs> Donut County yep. is a new game about a mysterious hole in the ground. That is it.
4: so you That's
2: need a hole to
5: that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's
5: Desperados Very 3, uh Mav
0: yeah uh so desperados 3 i actually checked out uh the other day on stream and i was playing it and i was actually Good. i was pleasantly surprised by that game i was like okay i'm gonna actually yep. probably really get be getting into this and, and playing it again it takes some strategy um it's got a little bit of a sense of humor in there um the second character i uh, unlocked and, and played out in the story is like he's kind of vicious you know he throws out this bag onto the ground and to lure people in and then when they open it up they get like this cloud and then, then the, you play as this, do- this guy you go and you stick a syringe in their neck to take them out and it's like wow this is this
3: just is like fun. that his name is Dr. McCoy Yeah, his name is Dr. McCoy
0: <laughs> like from Star Trek?
3: <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> yes. um, That's bad when for, they said um... it, I was laughing
6: Game Pass is really bad for, for people who who cannot finish your game, which is like me and Mav, I yeah. feel. Uh-huh. Me. Like, I will... Me. You, you, yeah, almost everybody. Because <laughs> it's just, you have so many options. And you're just like, oh, I want to play this game. But, oh, this game just came out in Game Pass. It's like, it's a cycle. Like, I'm still yeah. on uh, Yakuza Kuwami 2. And um, I just keep jumping... To other games, yep. and I, I really want to finish yeah. it. But now you have three other Yakuza's <laughs> coming out, <laughs> so uh, good luck to me and and everyone who has Game Pass. It's a good problem to have. You have a wealth is, of games.
1: Is, yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm jumping. I'm jumping myself between what three or four games at the moment. It's you just can't help it when there's good games,
0: you
2: know, yeah. flying at you in the. Yep.
0: All right. So everybody go play with your hole, uh, on donut County. And,
2: uh, <laughs> no. don't forget
0: to do that. Um, it's free to play with your hole. Um, Hey, uh, babe, I think it's time for that. Uh, we're about hopefully at the mid midway point. Um, cause it's already an hour and a half in, um, it's time for kill it. Um, now, yeah. Usually we discuss this and and come up with some games ahead of time. Um but I decided to do it a little bit different uh this week. So here are your guys' options. Um I'll start with oh I'll start with you three bit. Uh, do you want to kill Xbox Live oh, Gold? God. Kill Xbox Live Gold or <laughs> kill Xbox Live Gold <laughs>
5: <laughs> will uh, we'll kill Xbox well. Live Gold.
0: Is everybody unanimous? What, what, what was the what was the what
6: was the second one? It was the Xbox Xbox Live Gold. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, hmm. I think the I'll check. I'll choose the first one. I'll kill Xbox Live Gold.
0: Okay. Uh,
5: I think I will go for the fourth option. <laughs> the
0: fourth one. <laughs> well, that which was Xbox it? Go? The fourth one, Xbox Live Gold. That was it.
3: Yeah, I think so. Okay.
0: Um, oh, man, yeah. I'm going contrarian
3: and say we need to get rid of Game Pass. Okay, that's it. We need to get rid of Game Pass. Uh, hey, not the first one. Um, <laughs> can
0: can 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 we can we rewind this and pretend like that didn't just happen? Is um, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, babe, would you kill Xbox Live Gold or Xbox Live Gold or Xbox? All Live All of the above. D. That's awesome. Uh, I like that one. Uh, spooky. Uh, did, 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 are you? First are you off, on the? Just,
1: first off, I was just wondering if there was a platinum level above gold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there, there could be. I, I guess you could say Game Pass
6: Ultimate would be the diamond level. What comes with Xbox Live Silver? Uh, they're silver, right?
2: That's
5: yeah, that's generally. just
6: your account. Yeah. <laughs> It, what is? It's just your account. Kill it.
5: It's just your account. You just get the oh. live, but you don't get. You don't get like. You just get like instead of live gold, you just get live.
0: With, with the with Xbox Live Silver, uh, the, the only game you're allowed to play is Donut County. Your Xbox will yeah. not play any other game <laughs> except for Donut County, and you just sit there and you That's play horrible. with your hole all day <laughs> on Xbox Live
1: Silver. But yeah, I, I say I say Do kill anything. it and make it. Make it free and just just run with Game Pass.
0: Right on. Hey Lupa, uh, do you want Which one do you want to kill?
5: I already said. You have to I know. Action. I just wanted
0: to hear it again.
5: The fourth option. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Xbox Live Gold needs to die a bad death.
0: <laughs> there you go. Hey, so we're all unanimous, guys. This is the first time ever in uh, Xbox Ultimate history with a kill it bit that we were actually uh, unanimous on the decision. Uh, so Xbox Live Gold has never existed and it's dead. Okay, moving on. Yes. <laughs> uh, wh- hey, uh, babe, do you want to read the next the topic?
4: Universe. Um, the next topic is the Xbox push in Japan. It's happening.
0: <laughs> yeah I, so i in, in full disclosure guys i i give her i just like text some like topics on a notepad like in my phone and i just text them to her and she puts them on this thumbnail so like usually these topics read as like what's going on in my head you know like i just had a thought hey this xbox is making a push in japan i think it's actually happening so that that gets turned into a topic somehow and it's actually true so check this out um yakuza um You have uh, Scarlet Nexus is coming around the corner. Yes. Right? Um, You have uh, guys like... uh, Who we're going to talk about soon. Tomonobu Itagaki uh, wanting to team up with Game Pass. With Xbox, sorry. To me, Xbox is just Game Pass now. And I think it is to them too, also, apparently. Uh, So, yeah, coming to Xbox. Um, So, we also have... um, balan wonder world coming at uh, wonderland coming uh to xbox uh this month i think or maybe early next month it's right around the corner uh that game is purely japanese as well and that's it's coming to multiple platforms but a lot of times these kind of games would always skip xbox you know what i mean and it would kind of just go on other platforms so i i think xbox is becoming more japan friendly uh we're seeing more of a push uh do you guys have any thoughts on that or do you think it's a big for the brand do you think it's uh I Dragon Quest 11 also uh, had recently came to Game Pass Do you think this is important do you think it's like a um important for Xbox to keep making these these strides I'll just let anybody jump in here uh on this one
3: Oh I think it's important oh. obviously uh, just to uh just to clarify Battle in Wonderland is March end March, of March Okay then. yeah end of March Really that far uh, off yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually looking forward to it. It's from the old creators of Knights uh, back in the day on Dreamcast. So I'm all in. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I know a lot of people are turned. No, uh, um, um, Knights. Oh, the, oh, the, the blue, flying one. Where you the flew red 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the original the Joker or uh, Jesse
0: designer of Some of the Sonic characters. Yeah, that's it. Sonic. Yeah. Too.
3: That as so. well. So, And I know the music threw off people. And it's kind of a musical, but I'm looking forward to it. I love the wacky. Japanese titles so I can't wait for it um, I think we need to I think honestly we need to start Japan is, is, a, is a, a big deal but we just need to start considering the whole Asian market as a whole uh, the Switch has already shipped over 1 million uh, in China which is, which is incredible, right? So they had to partner with Tencent in order to get that deal done. And obviously when you deal with China, you're dealing with the government and you got to go through channels to get your products there. But I think we need to start talking about a, the Asian market as a whole, not just Japan. Japan is a small market, relatively speaking, to the rest of the world. It's important just from an optics standpoint because obviously it's 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 you know can be considered a, the homeland of a lot of video games. So it, it definitely is important. Um, but I think that Phil has made this clear, and I love that Phil is on the same page with me. That 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 getting those type of games from over there is important to the platform important to xbox in general so that's why i still believe there's a big publisher you know like capcom in the works over there because that gives you instant credibility but i think with the korean market exploding with the potential of china if you can play by their rules and You know, I'm not in all favor of playing nice with China all the time, but if you can get in there, the potential of those markets are astronomical when you add them all together. Right. So I think Microsoft is definitely making a push. Um, You know, I might be, I might be out in crazy land, but obviously with the sales of the switch have done so well over there, I think there is still a market for a console type device I just don't think it can be your standard console anymore. But I think something that is mobile, like a Switch, because the mobile market over there, is so hu- over there is so huge. I think that if they introduce some type of handheld Xbox down the road, I think it would go a long ways to pushing over there. Uh, there's a lot of different ways you could do that. Um, but I, I think the market in general is wide open. And I think it's definitely something that obviously feels bad. Uh, So I think they're going to keep the heat on over there. And I think we can see more of this. There's been some rumors that Persona might be on the way. Um, And if that breakthrough happens, if we start getting the Atlas games um, as well on Xbox, that will be a huge breakthrough because those games are huge over there. They're big everywhere, uh, but they're huge over there for sure. So I'm looking forward to see what they do here. Good points.
0: Yeah, I I want to clarify. Also, I'm not as much talking. uh, I should have said this to begin with, but I'm not as much talking about them making a push in in Japan for selling games in Japan as much as I am talking about.
3: Then just stop everything I said.
0: No, no, because it's very (laughs) valid conversation. Because it's another, it's another entire side of this. It's another (laughs) entire side of this that's important uh, that I actually wasn't even thinking about because I'm uh, all I care about is myself. Uh, but I'm talking about um, getting the Japanese games on Xbox, more or less, from the creators yes. themselves, right? Okay. Uh, now, which will have all the impacts <laughs> that you were actually saying, because that's what is necessary to gain that audience, right? Um, yes. But I always Both kind go of... go
3: hand in hand, so, yeah. Wondered but like. I
5: that's where Phil, Phil has done a good job in being over there in Japan. hmm Yes. And he's oh, done yeah, the yes. work. I think. And I think they will be bringing more to the Xbox. Like if Yakuza's come over, ooh, that was a big one.
2: Yeah,
0: especially for Game Pass it, with the
6: whole...
5: He'd been constantly I, flying over there
1: from all reports, uh, obviously before this COVID. Correct. Uh, yeah. And he, he was constantly, you know, um, putting pushing Microsoft over there. And, and it was a good point. Because uh, a good point to make, is we're just going to talk specifically for a moment about Japan. Now, I think they sat back and they watched what Sony did, um, where they moved their offices. They they were changing their focus a little bit away from Japan. Not that they totally forgot them, but they, f- from things I've been reading when it comes to the Japanese consumers, Sony kind of has unsettled them. There's a lot of anger amongst Japanese consumers with them. And I thought now's the time to pounce for Microsoft or any, any company to get in there. Um, You know, you're you're never going to knock Nintendo off over there. They've been doing this for what, over 30 years. So that's, that's, that's where they're from. So but Microsoft now has an opportunity to get into Japan and, whether it's making deals as an acquisition or just making deals to, to have one of their companies over there make and bring games to Game Pass and, and Xbox, um, you know, I think it's, it's perfect. Um, they, before Phil got in charge, they hadn't really done a lot over in Japan. It was like, I, I don't know, you could say kind of forgotten market by Microsoft um, because they hadn't really done too well, um, not even to break in over there. Um so yeah it, it's good that they're opening that market because then that opens you know like uh pong was saying the the whole Asian market and the whole Asian market as a whole is is massive um so and there there's a lot of uh aiming devs outside of Japan still in the Asian market you know in china um you know in in your like philippine areas even and all stuff like that so it, it, it's a big thing for for Microsoft to finally, you know, um, have Japanese devs putting games on Xbox. When when they first started, there was sort of barely anything really coming from the Asian market. Um, they mainly fo- had more focus on the Western market.
6: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. interesting because Sony right now is having the opposite effect of where they want to move away. From the Asian market, mm. at least that's what a lot of reports have been saying um, and get more and and be more of a get more into the western market so if if there's any time for Microsoft to pounce uh, and and tackle the Asian market, it is now uh, um, I know uh, a lot of people always question can uh, can a an American company acquire Japanese companies? And the answer is yes. Yes, they can. The only rule or or laws that kind of restrict that uh, is if it deals with the 12 sectors, uh, which Mm. is oil, gas. If it's like a gas company, stuff like that, Uh, there's 12 different sectors to that. Uh, But if it's entertainment, gaming, Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes, they can. It's it's, it's perfectly uh, logical. But um, there, you know, Phil has obviously taken trips to Japan, and and the last time he was over there, he did say he was satisfied with his trip. Whatever whatever that really means, maybe he's made some deals that we we will see come to fruition later on. Um, but they have a whole division in Japan. Just their job is to make deals with uh with Japanese developers. So having a company like you said, mad like like a Capcom would really solidify that to the Japanese um audience or, or the Asian audience, that uh they are serious and um and they are really trying to get your dollar. And um th- there's certain um strides we have already seen with that, like uh the Minecraft's, uh. Stream they did. I, th- I can't remember when that was. It was like a couple months ago. They did a whole Japanese stream dedicated to uh, just showing the Xbox, uh, to uh people over there. They had a, um, they showed Minecraft. Crossfire is hu- huge over there. So the fact that they're focusing the game for the Xbox yeah. over there.
0: That that's another um, one actually I forgot about yeah. cuz crossfire is actually like a huge game in that in that territory so that's a, a reason why they're making as big of a deal about it as they are you know
2: Was yeah. was
5: that like not, we made the Xbox launch um, party thing wasn't it
6: Yeah I think it was. so I think they moved it though
2: mm.
5: Yeah but like when it was, it was coming the, out now. originally they showed a bit on there and then they had a whole stream on it but that was the last time that Phil was in Japan was it was on the Xbox um, launch thing, I remember, or was that New Zealand?
2: Oh. You're
0: talking about the the, um, the launch event that had the extraordinary trailer yeah. at the end, yeah.
5: That's right, yeah. Because I know yeah, I'd that, sit that was New it Zealand to the trailer at the end.
1: <laughs> one one company, I'll, I'll, I'll one, one Japanese dev I'd throw out there is. I mean, it's been rumored and rumored and rumored for so long. Um, I guess you could say, even you know, from a standpoint, the original Xbox was kind of like a successor. They kind of took ideas from the Sega Dreamcast. Um, they've had working relationships before. I've, I've thought for quite a while: Sega kind of makes sense, especially because they're just a game developer now, pretty much. So, not
5: that um, bloody blue hedgehog again.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't. It just. It just wouldn't <laughs> shock me. It just wouldn't shock me, you know, as I said, this could still be five, ten years or so down the track, but it would not shock me at all. It wouldn't be a surprise to me if they did at some point acquire SEGA, especially as, as yeah. everyone knows, because they're a real competition now with Tencent and, and, and Google and Amazon with Luna. Um, if, it, if, it's, if if it's everyone's just all those four are acquiring everything, um, I, I could see them go, going after SEGA for sure. Yeah, uh,
6: and there's been posts with uh Aaron Greenberg where he, he posts pictures of hedgehogs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so I, I could totally see that like, happening.
1: He's another one like Todd Howard and, and Phil Spencer, you kind of got to look in the background for little hints.
6: Yeah, I mean, everybody's background now
5: a picture up of my setup and everybody focused on the damn landline sat in the corner. Honestly, <laughs> you can't make a single mistake anymore.
3: I, I hope, I hope as we focus. I hope as Phil's focused on Japan, I hope that he is also making inroads with, with uh, Korea. Uh, and even some of these Chinese developers that we're starting to see some of these guys are putting out some incredible, quality stuff right now. And I'd I'd hate to miss on the next big market. Um if now's the time when these young developers are coming up and it, it I just don't want them to be solely focused on Japan. I'd also like to certainly get some of those games and some maybe even some of those devs from some of these other Asian countries that are up and coming in the gaming industry. So
1: Yeah, well I, like I monkey that monkey thing got.
2: Yeah, You've got, exactly.
1: Um, what Malaysia as well, Singapore, where there's some devs as well, and they're upcoming, thriving markets as well. So yeah, there, there's there's some devs out there. Put it that way, especially as, as you take in the whole Asian market as a whole.
3: Yep.
6: Yeah. I tried to buy Square Enix in 1999 or 2001. Very early. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: uh <laughs> interesting to see like I, you know the the games that are coming to Xbox from Japan even just this year and this is like i think the start of it uh is is way is it, or more or different kinds of content and stuff than we got a lot of last generation right so i uh, excited to see that continue uh Scarlet Nexus I'm excited about Balan Wonderworld I'm excited about um, we got the whole Yakuza thing going on with like a dragon was like one of their pretty much launched titles and all that kind of stuff. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting what's going on there. And, um, I think we're going to be, uh, beneficiaries of it in the long run here at this generation. If, especially if it continues, uh, one of the people that, um, if you want, we can talk about him. Now would be, you want to say this, you want to try and say this name? Okay. I can't hear you. You're am mute, babe
4: i don't want to try and say
0: it
4: um tomo nobu itagaki
0: yeah that's that's perfect beautiful job (laughs) um so he is we alluded to him a little while ago you know for those of you that don't know who he is uh he was uh the guy that was the head of team ninja um responsible for bringing back Ninja Gaiden uh series and uh also uh Dead or Alive uh two franchises that I lo- that I love and I thought they were some of the best fighting game and action games around in the OG Xbox and uh 360 days um since he left Team Ninja he had went on to uh start a studio called uh I think it was um was it Valhalla or something like that? And they had a uh, game that they had come out for the Wii, the Wii U, actually. It was called Devil's Third. This game did not do so well.
3: Oh, can I we just uh, forget about that game? Yeah. Let's avoid that.
0: So that game <laughs> would not be what I would judge Itagaki on, right? Um and then he he left that studio and he went and he became kind of a mentor for for some years, going and helping out game developers, um for the last several years now. And uh, he has just said that he wants to make game a game again, and uh, he formed a new studio. I think it's Itagaki Studios or something like that. And he said that he would be honored if Xbox uh, contacted him and wanted to work with him. Um, he was kind of like one of those rock stars in the gaming industry where he was kind of like a household name. He was always a cool interview. The guy that um, also was known as just being an amazing creator, right? And also um, head of a studio that was known at the time as one of the best studios in gaming. Uh, So what do we think about the possibility that he he could potentially, uh, maybe Xbox will contact him after he mentioned that and you know what kind of game could we see Uh, my hope would be like a a ninja gaiden inspired action game on on xbox um it kind of would be a great fit um anybody got any thoughts on on this
6: yeah i guess i'll go um go. I go. <laughs> <bit>. um, yeah,
3: <laughs> I'll wait till after you. Go ahead. Okay.
6: Um, yeah. So we know Itagaki. He he's had a close relationship with Microsoft for for many years. Um, it goes back to all the way to the original Xbox, where they actually uh, where he got to work on. I believe it was Dead or Alive, or, or maybe it was Ninja Gaiden, um, for he he had like the prototype of the original xbox and and um he's always had this sort of close relationship with microsoft so i wasn't super surprised to see this but um yeah to to me uh he was one of the first few developers i i did see or recognize as a kid besides uh cliff bb b, like I mean, cliff, cliffy b <laughs> um i before cliffy b I, I believe he was like one of the first few developers that i actually recognized um and i would watch like scenes of him on g4 and, and if you guys remember that channel and, and stuff like that nope. it's coming um, back i would like to yep. see yeah it's coming back which is really cool all, all the original people um i'm excited for if if it does happen um I I think of, and and I don't want to think negatively about it, but I think about uh, developers who have freedom like Kojima. um, And I know Microsoft is waiting for a Japanese studio to purchase. They're going to want to see first, before they make a deal with him, see what's successful. Um, And Microsoft right now, if you think about what studios they have purchased uh, in terms of Japanese studios, I can only think of one on the top of my head, and that's Tango Gameworks. And they weren't really necessarily going straight after them there was that was just a part, part of, of the, the deal the zenimax deal so i i think it it really comes down to uh a couple things uh and um dealing with that i, I think it, it comes down to can he make a successful game still uh maybe that last game that we won't we will not name <laughs> is on their minds Maybe not. Maybe they're like, oh, you've made a lot of successful games, which he he has. And then um, if he does, it, maybe there's more potential for him to uh team up with a Koei Tecmo uh to make a dead or alive game again or one of those, you know. But if I was Microsoft, I'd be looking at a couple things. Uh I'd be looking at, is it worth the investment? I'm just thinking business wise, is it worth, uh, like, is his name still synonymous enough to where we fund him to make a Ninja Gaiden like game? We know he doesn't have the rights to Ninja Gaiden or Dead or Alive. Um, uh, but I know people, that's what they want to see. It, is it worth the investment of this brand new studio that's <laughs> sort of unproven? Um, to make a game like this and if it's yes then yeah go ahead <laughs> if it's not then they might want to see him release a game first see how it does and uh, we know i i believe he has a game in production Once that game comes out and, and is successful they'll phil will look at it and be like oh well he did say he was interested oh so, yeah let, let's see what we can work on so yeah that's essentially what i think about it
0: so you don't think it's the, the the crazy scenario I have in the back of my head like, hey, let's just bring in Tomonobu Itagaki and give him like a billion dollars and just say, hey, go create something <laughs> freaking amazing, you uh, ninja master. Uh, so that's like the little um, gamer in the 12 year old in the back of my head right now, you know, uh, but yeah. then you sound yeah, more me, I like would love that, but... you sound more like a real person that actually has some form of intelligence. <laughs> Uh, so I appreciate that um, those thoughts, and I'll 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 uh, definitely dampen my expectations here a little bit.
6: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, no, you're you're good.
3: Hold on, I'll raise your expectations. How about okay,
0: that? let's go. Fun okay. speculation Woo, time.
3: <laughs> I right, look, Inagaki is one of my favorite developers of all time. Right, his games yes. are frustrating to me. I- But I don't care. I I don't care. I love him to death, and I love him. He is the motley crew of developers, and he deserves a reunion tour one last time, right? So here's my plan. My plan is is that you go ahead and you go buy Koi Tecmo, and then you hand the Ninja Gaiden series back to him and say, bring it back to life. Make another one. And oh by the way, here's Dead or Alive as well. Go ahead and make that a game too. And that's what you do. Right? Now we're, so now, we're talking, <laughs> now we're talking,
0: man. Now we're talking. Hey, so, while they're at it, why don't they uh why don't they buy Konami and then also uh hire Kojima Studios?
3: Not- they
0: could just buy yeah. everything well, and hire everybody as
3: well. <laughs> you know right, exactly he's on the outs with suppo- is sony supposedly so supposedly sony's not happy with him so why not let's do it uh no but seriously like three bits said um i'm all down for it obviously would i just give him a blank check and say go wild I'd have to hear his ideas first and I'd have to know what he wants to make because he really wanted to make devil's third and it (laughs) didn't turn out so hot. Right. So let's be real here. But if he came at me with a cool idea and it was something that was along the lines uh, of Ninja Gaiden uh, or, you know, dead or alive, maybe he wants to bring back a fighting franchise. Maybe he wants to start a whole new fighting franchise. What does Microsoft need? A fighting franchise right now. Right. (laughs) <laughs> a kart racer yes a kart racer as well <laughs> uh, but let's say he does have a great idea and he presents it to you and it looks good would i would, would i bring him back on board absolutely would i fund the game and say let's give it one more go let's see if there's some magic left in the itagaki brain let's do it i, I would it would be a small comparative to what they've already done it would be a small investment if you didn't come into expecting the world out of him, and, and you made him prove himself one more time, absolutely do it. Go for it. I love the guy. I want him back in the in the industry. I think he's great for it. Again, back in the day, like Three Bit City, he was one of the most memorable devs that I. Re- I mean, he was he was he was a rock star. Wore shades everywhere, leather jackets. I mean, dude, dude was big back in the day. Let let's let's give it one more chance.
5: Yeah, Fanboyism going on there, Pong.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Itagaki was cool.
5: Well, I'm going to I be like, the I bad it because I can't stand either game.
2: Oh, no.
0: <laughs> well, I'll remember we never to put that in the, uh, one of any of those games and then kill it a uh, bit. Just yeah, so you don't get I'm the
5: gonna, chance. We'll be <laughs> coming up next week. And we're going to pick Matt's games and Pong's games. Ooh, that's that's a fun idea. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gaiden and Left 4 Dead gone.
0: No.
6: <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah. It. Le- Left 4 Dead. That's that's even that's Valve. That's that's even yeah. you're going after like uh, going across uh, cross publishers there. <laughs> um, yeah.
5: Left 4 Dead, Dead or Alive, Gaiden, all a load of shit. <laughs> <know>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right on. Uh, Ninja Gaiden uh, and Ninja Gaiden Two, uh, you know, to a lot of to a lot of people, were some uh, are in the top five list of games of all time, right? Uh, yeah, just that was at, the
6: first hard game I've ever beaten.
0: Uh, <laughs> absolutely amazing games, and like uh, those ga those games alone, and even the de- like Dead or Alive Three. Wait, like I think it was was that a three sixty launch title or maybe it's Dead or Alive four? I don't remember, but it had I'm like this. About,
6: you're talking uh, uh, you talking no, about
0: Back for No, no, I Dead Dead or Alive <laughs> Dead or Live three. It was it had this like uh, really interesting like matchmaking system. It had this like lobby where you could run around as like this little character and stuff, and like they they were kind of ahead of the game on a lot of things uh, back then. I, I think he's a very talented creator. Um, I don't know what happened with Devil's Third, so, but you know what I mean. Every everybody is entitled to one mistake. So. He showed his true colors. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is I what mean, I'm he, actually he, capable of. <laughs>
1: the, the the thing is, is, he's been out of the game and for yeah. a break for, for a while now, so that could be a good thing. Like he could have, you know, refreshed and and had time to to sort of go over what went wrong um, with his last game. Yeah, and. and
5: come up with um, i'm um, not attacking the dev the dev's fine i mean he's a human being he's a lovely chap i'm sure yeah yeah exactly,
2: exactly. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so what do what we what do we got That's next a- babe all right go ahead spooky um, sorry
1: i was just gonna say uh, I, I read a report um from from Bloomberg last night that there, there had to be a correction. So, after obviously, Idigaki son he converted earlier last week. Um, you know, he's established his own studio after many years. Um, and that he would like to partner up with Xbox again. But apparently, he's there. he in the studio already working on a game which is actually targeting PS5, Xbox, and PC, PC platforms. So, maybe an approach from Microsoft or uh, could be. Wait to see what this game is first. See how it does, and then talk to him. Because uh, you might actually get a gist then of, oh, okay, yeah, he's still got some magic there. We can we can actually see it, you know, yeah, with our eyes.
0: Well, and they they could it. always you know give it behind. He could always give it behind the scenes. And hey, uh, I mean, obviously they would they would show something. He would have to show something in order to make a deal like that work. So uh, maybe it's something they could get in Game Pass right also that would be another uh, possibility um it'd be interesting to see where where his career goes i know i'll be very interested in whatever he's creating i can't wait till it gets revealed uh to see what it is and you know what if it's on multiple platforms i don't care as long as it's on xbox right like it's just it is interesting to me uh because i love his i love his creations back in the back in the day so I thought it'd be fun to talk about. Oh. Bring
5: it on. I would not have so much of a backlog.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and I, I agree that he, he deserves another chance because, you know, he did make, look, for me, I, I'm like and, Pong and some others out there, that I actually enjoyed the dead of Alive and the Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. And, and I think he might have just got to a point, like, like anybody out there, he, he kind of got burnt out. Maybe that's another reason, you know, why, Maybe maybe the envision he had for his last game didn't exactly come the way he even wanted it. So he needed to take time away and go. Well, I've been doing this nonstop for so long. I, I need to just you know relax. I need to take a break. And, and that's that's where you know the best come up with their best of ideas is when they do step away from a bit because they're burnt out.
2: Yeah.
0: So next we'll see a new Cliffy B game. Hey, uh, so. <laughs> What's ne- what's next, babe? What do we got?
4: Next is Hitman Three discussion.
0: Okay, so all right, guys, I got. Let me go off on just a, a little rant, and maybe we won't talk about it that long. But I got some interesting things to say <laughs> right here because uh, Twitter was acting a fool the other day. Uh, was with, with some things going on. Uh, uh, yeah. For, other little thing I want to say, guys. I'm going to be streaming this game uh probably tomorrow or no no, tomorrow we'll be probably playing halo all freaking day because like a tushy and gbtb guys are all gonna be playing halo uh so join us tomorrow also with halo uh as well as tonight for ultimate after hours but uh i'll be streaming hitman 3 and i want to kind of have a thing with the chat where you guys can kind of help me decide how i'm gonna make the kills right so i think it could be fun like uh coming up with the ideas and stuff. I was kind of past the first level. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens. I think I th- I <laughs> want to try this. I want to try a social experiment. How do you want me to kill this man? Um, so but hit hit man three. Okay. We, we digital foundry, um, did their thing that they do. And you know what? They, 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 they talked a lot and, and they said a lot of good things and, uh they chose to show a couple clips of some things that people got a little over excited about, you know. Um and, and that they decided to only talk about on Twitter the little things that they showed in those little couple clips and avoid and, and ignore everything else that they said. Um so basically, uh Hitman 3 uh runs best on Series X and that's what uh Digital Foundry was saying. They also said that it all three uh platforms PS5, Series X and Series S run the game uh impeccably at uh nearly a perfect 60 frames per second all the way through. Um and on uh PS5 it it, it does it, they didn't find the two little areas that they found on Series X and Series S where there was a couple instances where there was a frame rate drop. Um, on the series x, though you also have um higher uh shadow quality and you also have native four k which the p s five was eighteen hundred p now i don 't want to get into debate of like hey the p s five sucks because it doesn 't have native four k and 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 that that 's not what this is about uh, it 's going to be an awesome experience on p s five series s series x, whichever you choose but for some reason, the community was going crazy uh with some people and they were saying that Hey, uh, definitely the PS5 version is the one to choose here because it has a stable 60 frames per second. Okay, if 99.99% of the game is running at 60 frames per second and 100% of the game is native 4K and 100% of the game is high shadow quality, but on the other platform, 0% of the game is native 4K, 0% of the game has high shadow quality, and you get point oh 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 one percent more uh stability potentially um is that worth the trade off is is that is those two instances where you ran into a frame rate dip worth trading off uh native four k and shadow quality uh i would like to go around uh the panel and Tell me, is that, is that trade-off worth it for you? Now, are we that much of 60 frames per second snobs that we are not going to allow a uh, dip in two instances in an entire uh, massive game?
1: Oh, well, well, for me personally, <laughs> I, you know, it, it, and I think Digital Foundry and, and some others mentioned it, it's it's pretty much barely noticeable. Um you know, I've been in that area myself on the Series X where they showed with the lilacs and everything like that, and you, you can't really notice it. Um, right. So it, it's one or two points. There, there's other games that I've seen that, that there's one or two areas for whatever the reason, you know, um, could be something going on in the background, whatever, it dips a little bit. It happens. It's not the first game that it, it, this has happened in. Um, but if it's not affecting anything and as I said, not really noticeable to the naked eye. It, it really isn't as concerning as what some people on Twitter have been making a big deal out of. it.
0: Yeah, and it seems like everybody chose to ignore the words that were actually coming out of that video and just, uh, and just focus on the, the fact that they actually saw a frame rate dip on live on this video. That it's a problem <laughs> now. You know.
5: Yeah, they tried to make it out it was the Series X, and they faked it with wobbly legs, but the guy was standing still.
0: (laughs) Oh, that That was it. Yeah, that was even a different video. So that was the one you're talking about, Lupa. I was going (laughs) to get to that. So somebody some (laughs) guy that I guess for some reason feels like he has to create fake information out there made a a YouTube video that actually uh, he removed um, that had kind of spread around uh, the damage was done right? Because as we were alluded to earlier, Pong, right? Once somebody puts something like that out there uh, and once you see, once a couple people see it, that's they're just going to start talking about it. And then the word spreads and they may never go back and actually see that it was fake. And even if they did, they may never tell the people that they told about it, that it was fake. Yeah. Right. So the once people create the stupid fake stuff out there like this uh, version that some guy made a YouTube video and it had the frame rate like going crazy low like all over the place on hitman on xbox and then perfectly smooth on playstation it does it does damage and those people for some reason feel the need to do that i don't really understand it um but it's like they had to justify the fact of their arguments about trying to make the case for the version that they preferred how about this guys if you prefer playing a game on a platform because you like the platform just say that. <clears throat> <honest>.
4: yeah,
0: <laughs> What's yeah, wrong yeah,
1: with I, that? I, I fully agree with that. I mean, you know, I've, I've said it time and time again. There's absolutely no need to tear down, you know, another platform. Just because your preferred platform isn't, you know, Xbox, That that's fine. But, you know, they, obviously some people out there have a, have a thing and have too much time on their hands to put out this type of silly thing and, you know, make a, make a big deal out of it.
2: Yeah.
5: I agree with Paul. The one, clickbait.
6: The, the one thing I don't get from, from people is clearly the specs of the Series X are better. So over time, you're going to see more performance. And when you say that in a video, and you're going to see this more and more as again, as people figure out the, the technology for uh, games, like if just just if you look throughout the history of just game development, developers figure out how to work the system to the best of their advantage. And just because you say a game might perform better on another system, that doesn't negate the fact that hey, you can still play it on the PS5, have a great time, if that is the system you love to play it on. With well, that being said, um <laughs> on with the whole digi- digital foundry thing the fact that it's annoying that in a way when they posted the clip uh, or i don't know who who how i got around like people ignored the whole video and went to that one yeah. moment posted it and they're like oh look the series x is it's weak it's weak and they use that as ammo and then i i feel like they knew what they were doing if at this point I don't. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Digital Foundry, they 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 know.
0: Yeah, they know it's that that's going to be used, right? Yeah.
1: The other, and the for the most part. So yeah, the other point I was trying to make, I I told, uh, I was discussing this with a PlayStation centric guy, and he he was, he was trying to make his point of, well, you know, I'll get the sixty frames smooth by having it at eighteen hundred p. And I said, well. If they had have done that same thing on Xbox on the Series X and had it as 1800p, I can guarantee that it would have—it probably wouldn't dip. It probably would have, you know, 60 frames per second itself, because there's just extra, you know, sort of grunt, I guess you could say, behind behind the Series X. Um, so it wouldn't have really made a difference in that regard. And I'm guessing that you know it running at a native 4K. There's just, it, especially in, as I said, in certain sections with the artifacts and stuff going on in the background, it's it, it's just a lot sort of going
6: on at once. The the thing is though, the game is four K and sixty on the Series X, and it's one section where it drops, which the devs have said is a bug that they're going to fix. Exactly. And yeah. also, any any frame dips you have on the Series X, also. Because the Series X has VRR, or was it VRS? VRR. Even see the frame rate dips. Oh, thank you. You don't even see any frame rate dips because the Series X compensates for any frame rate dip you might see. So basically, you're seeing sixty regardless. <laughs> so let's say there yeah. is a frame rate dip uh, on a certain section. It, it doesn't matter because that's why the the, the developers really wanted to. Make sure VRS is inside of the system. So, and the fact that it 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 blew up to the point where people use it as ammo in their argument that it's it's weaker than a PS5, which to me doesn't make
1: sense. No.
6: It's crazy to me. You know, I mean, even really Digital crazy. Foundry
0: said <laughs> themselves that it's the better version of the game. In, so, in the,
1: in the pop. Apart from that, I was just also going to say um, because I've seen someone mention it in the chat is, is I think um, well I'm pretty sure it's been said too that the Hitman developers are the first ones that have obviously um, to an extent gotten used to the new GDK that obviously was out later put out later than than the PS5s um, and you can see that you can actually
2: see that yes.
5: Best and- hitman ever on console. So people should be happy. And yeah. what I've seen it looks smooth, it runs smooth. The the actual um super clean image quality and the consistent experience looks amazing. And then you've got the VR on PS4. But if it was on it's not on PC, but if it was on PC, people could use a better headset and get even better yours? they said isn't it so i mean you know i mean i think that they've done a great job in in getting the game out as is and as you say grabbing hold of the gdk and actually making it work and yeah. anything, these game. imagine what these
6: developers the like. oh sorry, <laughs> sorry Lupa. um a... anything these developers should definitely be commended uh the performance on Hitman 3 and um, something internally in the studios, they are really doing very well (laughs) figuring out the tools for RDNA 2 and um, yeah, at the end of the day, play the game, enjoy it Um, and and, and to to answer profits, thing, (laughs) he's like why is Digital Foundry's opinion uh, such a big deal to everyone? I I don't think it's I think is they are the voice sort of for where people figure out, I don't know, tech technology in general for people who don't really understand much about it. People go to digital foundry to figure out technology (laughs) in, in gaming, but it's not even always like a,
1: they build themselves up like a a respectable sort of thing with a lot of people out there and they respect their animals out there. I mean, yeah, they, when they do their analyst it's fantastic and you know i don't believe they purposely do and put it out there to flame the console wars they're just doing it to show people you know that the performance of the game on whatever platform that games on um and the, obviously that's something that interests those guys over at digital foundry um and as i said they built up a respectable name over the years um, and because, you know, a lot of companies, uh, companies, as we've seen with Microsoft, they allowed them boys to, uh, you know, go through their whole system of the Series X and pull it apart and um, go into each individual part. And um, so, yeah, I think that's why, I, I guess, you could say a lot of people do sort of take what they say into account and then, you know, obviously the individual person uses that. In their own way, and and I get really
6: sort of passionate about it because I talk with developers literally about this stuff in our studios. <laughs> so if you see me like sort of being like sort of like anti about it, is because I'm like taking the conversations that I've had with developers that literally talk about this stuff, and I'm like betraying something about it. But either way, it's going to be uh, throughout time both. Both developers are going to figure out how to get most out of it. And uh, it's been happening since the beginning of consoles, I, I figure. So it's the same thing here.
2: Oh. Yeah. Um,
6: I think that the game
0: also, uh, because this actually happened on launch day, it was actually overshadowed with the actually reviews and stuff that the game was getting, which were extremely high. Uh, and it kind of overshadowed that where more people were talking about the frames. than actually how good the game supposedly is, which I'm excited to play, but, uh, it's kind of crappy that that kind of happens now. I I think the game's going to do incredibly well, uh, because people are enjoying it. And, uh, So I'm excited to play that. And you can see the 60 frames for yourself, guys. You have the evidence. You know, it actually exists. It's going to be running at 60 frames per second on the Series X. But weirdly enough, on that console, it's also 4K. Uh, That's weird. I don't know. Like, how how do they do that? You know, how do they make that happen on the Xbox Series X, which is supposed to be uh, not that great according to some people a- anyway it's a- annoying uh, stupid talk on the uh internet s- sometimes that uh, they kind of run with weird 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 stories and pick weird things to uh, create wars about so hitman 3 guys awesome game check it out whichever platform you play on you're going to have a great time um what's ne- what's next babe
5: x math <laughs>
4: Next is Resident Evil Village looks really good, looks scary. I hope you can get through it, babe and <laughs> yeah, that's that
0: so those are your thoughts, yeah, those
4: are my thoughts. I just went ahead and said them.
0: yeah, what did you think of the uh the mansion? Did you see that you saw the mansion?
4: Yeah, it was awesome.
0: uh did you uh like the vampire girl that everybody's going crazy over?
4: She's whatever.
0: <laughs>
4: it's not crazy
0: about the vampire. uh so
4: is she the one that like is blonde and stuff, or was she like the freakishly tall one?
0: I th- I think it's all of them freakishly actually. Yeah, yeah, The, the freakishly, freakishly tall one, tall one. the one. Yeah, she tall
4: one. fucking scared me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but people seem to like her. In a in a weird way, I think. Maybe. I don't know. she
4: got a big tickle bitties
5: <laughs> i think it looks cool i'm looking forward to
0: it have y'all had a chance to see has everybody here had a chance to see I'm the nice. gameplay
1: or the yeah
5: mm-hmm. yep.
1: yeah i actually um i actually thoroughly enjoyed it i like the setting and the tone that they've taken with it um yeah it, it's it kind of gave me a little bit, it kind of reminded me a little bit of, um, I think it was Resident Evil, Resident Evil 4, I think it might have been. Just mm-hmm. the type of yeah. style and scene. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'm actually really looking forward to it myself. And, and I like that it's it's obviously going to be new characters and new stories. So it's not, it's, you know, the way it's sort of set out, it. it's not like, how parts a lot of past Resident Evils it was Leon and, you know, and Claire and you're going after the corporation and all that. Um, in saying that, I have noticed online see a lot of that there's still that controversy around it too because there that you have got that group of fans out there that's you know quick to clamor. Well, it, it's not my Resident Evil. Um, you know, it's getting away from zombies and a lot to what appears to be werewolves, vampires, um, perhaps even witches too, but. I I think it needed to freshen up. You know, if if you've got a long running franchise and it's too samey all the time, um, you know, people are sort of going to get bored of it. So I I think they, to change things up and and progress the series is a beautiful thing to see, in my opinion.
6: Yeah. It looks great. Um, I, I like the setting of it being like in a castle um and the, the the tall girl does scare me a little bit. It's freaking <laughs> awesome though. You're intimidated by a tall yeah, woman three
2: talking, What the
4: fuck is that?
6: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I've been seeing a lot of fan art of her on my timeline, so there, there's that. Um one thing uh I, I'm I'm sort of looking forward to well I was looking forward to um it was kind of bad news was like I like to play these games on hard and like sort of freak myself out on the horror games and for some reason I don't know why Capcom just makes these weird decisions that the hard mode is only in the deluxe edition which I'm like what <laughs> this is weird I didn't hear that that's just... really
3: that's crazy yeah
6: yeah you can only play like hey. the hardest difficulty if you buy the deluxe edition which I was not a Fan of
3: that when so I heard
0: that—that's weird. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 right g- gatekeeping that's a difficulty.
6: That's new. Yeah, which I'm like, what? Like, uh, is that so going to start DLC becoming a thing
3: mode later? No. I, <laughs> come on.
6: <laughs> that that was the most negative thing I saw from it. If if that's true, that's gonna cute.
0: that's like the what we're gonna talk about the entire next episode of Xbox Ultimate because that's like worth a <laughs> weird <laughs> discussion. Like gatekeeping <laughs> a difficulty. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah,
6: dude. that's a discussion all in its own, and we could talk about that for hours. But that that was a negativity for me. Um, but in in terms of like uh of where they're moving the franchise, I'm actually really liking uh where they're moving the franchise. Um, like the the last game, the seventh, um, I believe it was where they're uh, stuck in a house. I played that on hard. I remember buying the thing for that, but uh, that was really just scary and and it was like a good balance of what i find Resident Evil to be just in the first person perspective seems like they're getting a lot more inspiration from the fourth game this time around in terms of the inventory i'm really excited about that um yeah i should play the demo i forgot the demo's out
0: yeah you have a um, ps5 which know. i'm jealous that you get to play this um yeah. let yeah. me know how it is man uh yeah, and the, i guess the the demo is like a unique experience to the demo. It's not like actually part of the game. You play as the maiden,
4: the tall bitch. I don't.
0: I don't know. Is it? No. The, is it? Is different? Yeah, different <laughs> no person. Shot. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, somebody in the chat that has my favorite um, username. Uh, and I don't know if I've seen them in a podcast <laughs> chat before. I've seen them in the streaming chat, but uh, Dick Monells, how's it going, man? Uh. <laughs> Awesome awesome username. It, it makes me laugh every time he pops in, dude, Dick Monalds. Okay. Uh all right. Anybody else uh, want to chime in on Hey I I guess I will real quick. Hey. I
3: will. Too, hey,
0: okay, you go you go first pawn. cuz I, I, I want to have the last yeah, word. Cuz <laughs> I'm just kidding.
3: You have the last word <laughs> because you know, no no no. You deserve the last word personally, but no, as I an older obviously. I don't like horror games. So, but I there's something about Resident Evil. Now, I tried Resident Evil 7. I gave it a try when it came to Game Pass and I got terrified within the first I don't know, 25 minutes, so I'm done, right? So, but every time they come out with a new one, and I think it's the f- I think it's the first person that really did me in on 7, so I'm kind of upset that they did it. I know everybody loves it, so I'm not going to take that away. Um and I understand why they do it because it definitely gets you more into the mean, the experience is totally different in first person and it makes it much more intense than third person so for me that's a bad thing however they did it again i watched the whole the whole presentation yesterday i love vampires i love the lore behind vampires and the setting uh within the castle itself uh was so absolutely gorgeous that I'm going to give this one another shot. Um, I do like that it has the feel of four, four probably being my favorite to second favorite code Veronica being my favorite. Um, but I, I'm going to give it another shot. I'm hoping I can make it through this one. Cause I do really love vampires and werewolves and that whole setting just looks amazing. Um, so I, I, they did a great job with the presentation and obviously the hype levels are through the roof. If you look online, everybody is uh, going out of their minds over whether it be the tall vampire lady, whether it be the vendor coming back again, and him being really kind of weird and goofy and crazy. Um, I'm looking forward to at least trying to get into it. So,
0: uh, Lupe, are you a big Resident Evil fan?
5: Yeah, yeah. I love them. But I wasn't keen on 7. I thought it all got a bit generic. Um, 5 was good because like It wasn't good as a story or a game, but it, it was great that you could play with friends. I liked that bit. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed it because I played it with my sons, so it was really cool. Um, but, yeah, I am hyped for the village, only because I love the setting and I love the idea of witches and vampires and werewolves and things. It looks really cool. And, yeah, I'm going to give it a bash. Looking forward to it.
0: Right on. Yeah, I so Resident Evil for me, uh, it goes back to, like me and my brother playing games like with each, uh like sitting in the living room, you know. Uh, he mm-hmm. he was quite a bit older than me, so a lot of times he would play, and uh, then he would get scared and actually give me the controller, especially if we're playing <laughs> at night, um, you know. But I was a you know I was a teenager playing Resident Evil, um, the yeah, first the first one. I remember when those dogs crashed through the window the first time, or like the. The zombie got your ankle you know when you're walking by him you didn't expect it all that stuff was first you know in games right so um it it kind of always has a special place for me just from the memories of of playing so many different Resident Evil games um Resident Evil seven uh took a different approach and and reinvented the wheel with Resident Evil in a way that it needed to uh, however I've also become more of a wimp, I think and the Resident Evil Seven is like kind of it's difficult for me to get through. I don't know if it's because it's such tight quarters in the entire level that you feel like you're like close to the walls the entire time. I kind of felt yeah. cramped the entire time. It's a little bit of a claustrophobia thing as well. Like I just felt like i I couldn't escape if I needed to, right? Like it had this this feeling of dread overhanging me the entire. Man, Is that I, dinner scene—that that, that, that yeah
5: Like not seven, six.
0: The yeah, six was the one that nobody liked. I think.
5: Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got confused, but no, six that I didn't like.
0: Yeah, six was the one that I think like um, it kind of caused them to have to reinvent the wheel, right? Mm-hmm. And uh seven, they did a that that did a great job with that. Now, what I like, what I saw of eight was it took that first person perspective, but I think they have more of an exploration type feel, kind of like the old school resident evils where you're, it looks like you're going to be doing a lot more exploring around with the, without necessarily the the constant uh, dread that something crazy is about to happen. Right. Um, it looks like you're going to be going through multiple environments. And it reminds me of resident evil four. Right, where you where you are like on this journey, right? Like Resident Evil Four, you felt like you're on this journey and uh, going through art to place to place to place. But this is going to be with that first person perspective. But I also like it looked like, you know, unlike Resident Evil Seven, they they give you kind of an arsenal, you know, to find and work with here that makes you feel like you have a fighting chance um, and skills to survive, which also. Uh you kind of got with Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4, uh you also had that feeling that you did have some firepower. You were you were shooting those zombies' heads for fun, you know, at times, and, and you know, you constantly had the ability to do that. Still uh, still ammo is scarce and you're always on the lookout for that. But I like the combination of the Resident Evil 7 perspective of the uh you know up close and personal, however. You got the uh, traversal, the environments, and the feeling uh, to me that Resident Evil 4 brings. So, that has me extremely excited. And maybe more excited than I have been uh, for Resident Evil since Resident Evil 4. So, super happy about this, guys. Alright, so... We knew this was going to be a long episode. uh, Because of the news today. I hope... You know, we talk... At least more positivity about all this fun stuff than we did the negativity earlier on in the show, uh, with uh the crappy news that came out today. Uh so but we have one last topic to to go here, and it's the topic that we end every Xbox Ultimate episode with. I can't hardly talk right now, so we've been talking <laughs> for so long. Um Babe, what is that what is that topic?
4: Um, before that, did you yeah. wanna throw that
0: Code. Oh, I forgot all uh, about that. I don't yes, I'm. I, 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 I'm gonna. I'll handle that. uh Read the read the topic out, sweetheart. I'll. And I'll handle it, and I'll put it. I'll. I'll. I'll put it on the screen.
4: Okay. Um, the last topic is the Game Pass game of the week, and this week it is Torchlight Three.
2: I really. You had like it, boys. You guys talk <laughs> about Torchlight fighting. Three.
6: You're like <laughs> Pong, did you? played it right
3: yeah yeah me they played uh, it for like seven uh, hours we were, yeah me Mav and uh Cyber Gunter um and uh the blue actually uh played for six and a half hours um almost seven hours so uh I love the torchlight series um I think it's fantastic I always have um there's a couple issues with three uh with the multiplayer um yeah It's kind of wonky, uh, getting everybody together on the same page and stuff and making sure everybody can find each other and stuff like that. Um, I actually redownloaded two and kind of compared it. Uh, Three does change up the formula a little bit uh, with some of the inventory and uh, class specific stuff um but overall three is a great entry into the series it's on game pass there's no reason for you not to try it if you like action rpgs it's a diablo light uh, i guess i would call it um it's definitely nowhere near as hardcore as diablo is um but uh we had a blast once we got everybody together got everybody on the same page uh it was fun we, we just kept playing like it just kept going <laughs> as you do with you know action rpg looters i mean we kept finding new stuff there the loot was everywhere i think mav at one point i think we were filling up every like what two minutes three minutes
0: well yeah like we were, were waiting for freaking pets to get back <laughs> yeah. just so we could empty our loot again that
3: was crazy <laughs> uh but really a blast especially co-op single player is still good um but uh definitely with with more people it's a lot it is it, it's a lot of fun so I really enjoy it. Again, Game Pass, no reason not to try it.
6: Heck yeah! I, I played it with Mav. That was the first uh, time I even heard of the game. I never even heard of Torchlight like anywhere. Um, but I- I've played ability. Diablo oh. three. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. It just I guess <laughs> Crazy. It just passed. yeah. Um, played Diablo three. Um, and and I really like that. And it the experience sort of like. I don't know. Mesh. I don't play a lot of those type of games, but whenever I do, I always have a good time. It's just, it's just, you know, it just passes by me. And I played it for hours. I lost track of time. I think it's, this is one of the, one of those games you just keep playing. You're like, and the the sun comes up. You're just like, oh, oh, dang. Um. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I played with Mav, it's just, and then, it's awesome. that was a fun, fun game. Um, for sure, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, we it's had definitely an addicting game once you get into it, that's for sure.
6: Yeah, we need to play
0: it, uh Spooky. We were supposed to play it, but I, I didn't end up playing it that next day. I know you had been uh downloading it.
5: None yeah,
0: of you I'll, played- <laughs> <laughs> like, I've
5: been playing, let's get out of here.
2: I've been playing
1: it on single player. I haven't had a chance to do multiplayer yet with anybody, but um and I started on hard and then moved up to another difficulty which it just starts getting insane when the enemies all start coming towards you and everything. Um, but it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I agree with Pong. It It's very similar to Diablo, like a Diablo light. Um Loot's just everywhere. You're constantly having to, you know, empty your backpack, so to speak, and, you know, to fit more loot in there, it, it fills up relatively yeah. quickly. Um, and, and I like the, the pets that you can take. Um, I mean, they're definitely advantages in the single player um, helping you uh, take on all the enemies and stuff. I love the level design as well. Um, but yeah, it, it's in Game Pass, and yeah, I, I think most people should give it a go, give it a look.
0: Definitely had a blast with uh, Torchlight 3. Um, the hours just melted away with that game because it was so much fun to play with you guys. Um, I... Multiplayer kind of brings that game to life for me. I think the mobs are huge. You know, the loot is fun. Uh, you just have tons and tons of enemies constantly coming at you. Um I I didn't actually expect to be playing that long when we started playing Pong. Like we were like, You want to play Torchlight Three? I am like, okay. Yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, let's start it. And we started and then I literally no joke, it was six and a half hours we played. That game straight with the same group of four, and it was awesome. And then I went and I played it again the next day for like three and a half, four hours there with uh, a three-bed and a couple other guys. Uh, So awesome time. Um, Now, you guys may have seen on the screen if you're watching, there was a code that popped up. Um, I don't know if any of you uh, were able to grab that code, but if not, you can go back and try and get it on the uh, video. Now, uh, that is a 14-day Game Pass uh, code, uh, courtesy of Xbox Wakanda Xbox News Today. Uh, so we appreciate him sending that to me to uh, give away. Um, I don't know where he got it, but he gave it to me to pass out. So I decided to pop it up in the chat, first come, first serve, Uh there's another quick glimpse. Boop, yeah, Matt. Good luck.
5: Shamish <clears throat> says that Torchlight like Two is far better than Three. You told me this yesterday. Yeah, I
3: wouldn't say far better, <laughs> but again, personal taste. It, I, like I said, I, t- Two does have some things I do like, but Three and some of the changes they ma- made also are, are are decent. So I just love the whole series as a whole. So I play. I've been playing it since One. So. Um, you know, two definitely has some things that I do like about it, but three is a great entry. So but I, I can definitely see where Flamish is going with that. So I've never played any of them.
0: Yeah, I played some of the first one, but just by myself, and then I kind of skipped the second one. And um uh I you know what I
5: I think I skipped it because I skipped all of them because I'm not a Diablo fan. I'm not like a dungeon crawler fan, yeah, yeah, sort of stuff. But I've downloaded it. i just waiting to play because I have so much to play at the moment. Champion three games at the moment. So.
0: But what what I kept thinking about There's the whole time we were playing this game is I can't wait for Diablo Four. Right.
6: <laughs> that, oh, as far as I know, that the game oh. popped up in the,
2: my existence.
5: If everybody liked the same games, then we'd all be pretty boring, wouldn't we? Yeah. <clears throat> exactly, and yep. you know, you like what you like. I like what. I mean, once I play it, maybe I'll like it. I don't know. But I, I tried Diablo way back in the day, and I wasn't keen on it, so I, I hmm. left it. It's one of those games. So, I think
0: that it could be better for you if you're playing with friends, also. You know, because it's about yeah. about having fun with each other. So maybe that would bring it I, to life for you.
5: I love to game for to play with friends and have a laugh. I wouldn't enjoy. I don't think going through it on a single. But um, no. I think it's the same with um, I love Tomb Raider, so I tried Tomb Raider Osiris is it called? And I couldn't come yeah. with that either.
0: Yeah, that's the top-down one, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good game yeah. Like uh, solving puzzles was, and was stuff. Was good.
6: Yeah, yeah, that game was, was great.
5: great. I mean, but I just I the... something else better came along.
1: The single player is good, but I do think it Always mainly aim for more fun on with multiplayer torchlight, um, in co-op and everything. So of course,
3: yeah, yeah, yep. It's built around that for sure because the loot goes up and everything else. Most people do those games in in multiplayer, so for sure. I mean, I've done them in single player, but most people run them in squads. Just because everything's better, <laughs> yeah, exactly. loot's better, and and obviously you know the the you know the the endless loop, the gameplay loop that those games give you, it doesn't you don't notice it as much when you got friends and all sorts of craziness is happening. I mean, because on Torchlight three, Bab, there was times where we just. When we stopped, and we, there was so much going on in the screen. I couldn't see anybody. Yeah. I, I, it was just like, what is happening here? <laughs> we were like, this could not have happened previous gen. I mean, there was so much stuff on the. Screen, oh yeah, especially when insane.
2: you got all the
1: all the enemies coming at you, and you know you, you yeah. especially like I, I created a mage one, so I'm using this powers and so you're just seeing these sparkling lights come up everywhere, and there's like a million things happening on the screen.
3: Yeah, we had a train running through ours. <laughs> we missed three bit. <laughs> 3Bit should
0: have been there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, wait, what's happening on the screen right now? It's um, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh, believe. It, I still have, have it.
2: it. I still have it, 3Bit. Oh, no.
0: job on the spot. Oh, no. on Oh my gosh! <laughs> right there
5: Yay. to press the button, He was as soon as somebody could "Train your thoughts." Uh-huh.
6: <laughs> was that me floating? On
5: oh top you, of it? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah
4: you're trying.
0: you're a passenger in the in the caboose there, uh, sir.
4: You're yep. riding the train. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that before. Oh, really <laughs> Say in chat if you picked up the code. Be nice to know.
6: Well. Wow. But yeah who claimed
0: the code who who <laughs> claimed the code you'll be fourteen i'm just kidding um <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh no um, it'll be first down though
0: <laughs> if nobody claimed it let me know then i can uh i can dm uh wakanda and say hey man no i'm just kidding um i appreciate him giving that to us guys let's see here uh, all right that you know what was that the that was the last topic right Isn't babe it? yeah let's so come
5: it yeah. was uh, but apart from the ai when i actually you know
0: research uh, no uh give us some quick thoughts on that lupa uh i i had kind of scratched it just because of the uh news that came out today but i know you researched it and i want to know what you so th- here's the thing guys uh there was some ai uh advancements that are being made uh in gaming uh with the cloud involved and all that kind of stuff you know um uh, we've heard stuff from uh, R- Rockstar supposedly working on stuff, and then you got Xbox with the Azure uh, Cloud stuff. So uh, Lupa was actually excited to talk about this, and I kind of crush her dreams. So I want to make sure her dreams come true right now and be able to talk about this topic that she actually researched on. So what, uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on on this, Lupa? Well,
5: David Hind and Simon Parr, Rockstar's rockstar's parent company take two registered new patent for ai it makes ncps smarter and more organic ncp run on scripts and do the same um things and the new ncps will be different personalities so like for instance if you're they're driving along a road and they see i don't know an accident or a police chase they'll go down the side roads they'll change and they'll slow down and it's i'm absolutely sure it's linked to gta 6 it wasn't in the code of gta 5 but it was definitely in the code of gta 4 which is also another big hint so i think that you know it's going to be uh, really good because I think AIs are dumb in games and they need to be <laughs> they need to be, <laughs> be sorted out so I'm really glad that there's going to be some more some more intelligent then slightly more intelligent NCPs and I think that you know it's definitely a hint towards GTA 6 being near on ready or being in the in the in the making, so to speak, where yeah. everybody's guessing it is, but I think this is a massive hint that it it actually is. So I'm looking forward to it, and like they're going diff- to do different things. The the NPCs will do different things, like they they'll um. Change what they're doing which uh, and using those cloud and everything it's going to be amazing isn't it like an mp's ncp actually thinks and does something that you don't expect rather than do what you expect
0: yeah
5: i think it's going to be pretty
0: yeah i think i read something about acceleration as well like uh, being able to determine and judge acceleration and stuff like it's just kind of mind-boggling and you're you're right
5: that's what i meant when i said that they could go like if if they want to they can slow down and uh instead of driving right at something yeah they uh, at speed they'll slow down and they can they go down a side road and you know be more intelligent basically take note of the traffic regulations
0: yeah we talked about <laughs> this some on
5: or stuff you know so yeah
0: 100 percent. yeah we talked about some of this on Four guys with quarters and it was pretty crazy like uh some of the stuff that they're going to be working on. And, and like three bit was saying earlier about how uh, the technology is one of the things he's just most excited about coming in the next few years. Cause it's stuff that he knows about that. We probably don't cause he actually works on these engines yeah, and stuff. Uh, and he knows kind of stuff that we might be blown away by that. We haven't actually seen in a game yet. Right. So um, it's, it's actually intriguing to, for all of that. And uh, the stuff with AI is stuff that kind of falls under the radar and that you're trying you're bringing to light right now, also that is we're going to see advancements on that is, is kind of make games more real and not just visually, right? Because um, the games are more than just than just uh, stuff to look at. You actually play them. Right? There's, there's interactions and stuff. So, um, oh,
5: Mike, was I actually saying NCP? Yeah, you're saying NCP. Oh, sorry, I know what I meant. <laughs> Can I
2: just? Get- can I just
1: give a shout out to um, Cerebral Pult in the chat. Do you want Skynet? This is how we get Skynet.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> now
0: just don't just don't give it to my Alexa. You know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I think it's amazing, guys, that we're getting this stuff. And um, thanks for bringing that out and making sure we get to uh, give it a shout out because I think I think it's really cool, Lupa, and it's important. You know um, what they're doing with that with the with AI and it reminds me also of, uh, if you guys remember back in 2013, the power of the cloud, you know, that's, that's what this is. It's finally actually coming to fruition. You know, like the power of the cloud is now at rockstar. They have the power of the cloud. Uh, this stuff that we're talking about is being done by the cloud and being put in the game.
5: By the cloud controlling us. But what made me think about it was uh, if you've ever played gears, um, and you've got them three dickheads around you. And you're like, will you shoot them for fuck's sake? Yeah. They just stand there and you're dying. And you're like, come on. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, to myself, oh, it'll be so bloody good when I got some intelligent NPCs.
0: Yeah, instead, they're going to be yeah, yelling, I- I've seen things at me, but because they're going to be smarter than I am and calling me an idiot uh, for playing like trash.
2: Right
6: yeah i really think um machine learning uh which is a a feature in rdna2 is definitely the future and i Mm. think they they've tried this right with like crackdown and that didn't work out too well um we know they use some sort of cloud learning for forza uh, so the cars can learn other cars behavior and they can use that as a way to race so the technology is fairly new they are still using it in amazing ways like in sea of thieves uh the waves the the reason why so many people can see the same waves that you're seeing uh uh, um as opposed to other games where they might see a different wave and then this other person is seeing a larger wave and another that's all because of the clouds and their technology so future with gta uh being able to use what's inside of these systems. Um, specifically, I'm, I'm aiming more towards RDNA too because machine learning, this is, is exactly what it's for. Um, it is basically for this stuff. Um, but the cloud, is it has so much potential. And I, I've seen very cool uh, people <laughs> trying to not go too far. I've seen a lot of cool technology where uh where the ai basically just learns from your behavior uh you feed uh information into a machine thousands of times and then eventually it learns like hey maybe i shouldn't go over there because i keep getting sniped you know and it eventually it just learns um but I- i'm i'm looking forward to it
1: awesome man i think it's um, i think oh, it's ahead. exciting time to 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 be quite honest like um you know, future games, you know, it, uh, as Wipa said, like a scenario, you're driving down the road and there's an accident or something like that, so there's cops and there, so the NPC is driving fast, veer off or, or even possibly even stop over like someone would in a real-life situation. Um, that would be actually kind of cool to see um, put into a beer game. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the technology you know, coming in the future... Um, It's just going
0: to be amazing with that. Absolutely. Well, everybody, I think the time has come to say goodbye to all our company.
6: (laughs) Um,
0: But before we go, uh, real quick... Uh, don't forget about Ultimate After Hours. It's coming up soon. We're going to be playing Halo Master Chief Collection again this week, uh, again with the community. Hopefully, everybody here can join us. It's going to be a great time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, hang out with time us.
6: for a three bit to, to drink.
0: Yes. We need to get to you drink. drunk I'm because driving. you become beatable. <laughs> uh,
3: hey, guys, hold on. Hold on. Breaking news. You guys ready
0: xbox live did not go up actually it was a joke
3: uh yep pretty much you ready i'm just reading this for the first time so bear with me but greenberg uh, posted this and there's an update to the initial uh page and it just happened five minutes ago you ready i'll read it off yep uh
6: updated
3: 122 2021 at 8:52 p.m pacific standard time we messed up today and you were right to let us know connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming and we failed to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day. As a re- result, we have decided not to change X- Xbox Live Gold pricing. We're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience. Free-to-play games will truly be free, and you will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold membership to play those games on Xbox. Yay. Whoa. Woo-hoo. Bam, now.
2: <laughs> the Xbox oh, oh, the Pong's me. got more.
3: Hold on, let me finish off here. So we'll just get through this. We are working hard to deliver this change as soon as possible in the coming months. If you are an Xbox Live Gold member already... You stay at your current price for renewal. New and existing members can continue to enjoy Xbox Live Gold for the same prices they pay today. In the US, it's nine dollars and ninety nine cents for one month, twenty-four ninety-nine for three months, thirty-nine ninety nine for six months, and fifty-nine ninety nine for retail twelve months. Thank you. Done.
0: Wow. So uh,
6: dang, we literally just talked we about do.
0: this. So yeah. hey, can we like erase the first hour of the show and redo that shit? I mean, no. No, but I want it to be on record. Wow. And and here's why, guys. That's awesome, Punk. Thank you for reading that because I would have hated to end the show and not have that uh, be told here. And here's why that's important. Because people like us got actually said something on Twitter, uh, added them, uh, spoke up. We're talking about it on podcasts. Um they could have caught the first hour of that show and decided no I'm just kidding. Uh but <laughs> they want no. the show. They they're the ones that took the code. <laughs> no, but seriously like <laughs> um not just accepting the bad. Now if if it doesn't change we have to live with it and it is what it is, but pointing it out, making these companies hear hear the voice is something that all fans of all these platforms should do when s- crappy stuff happens. And guess what? It made a difference. So kudos to everybody in the community that wasn't just saying, oh, well, right, because it made a difference today, and it didn't just make a difference to stop it. It actually caused something to happen that we all wanted originally, which was those free-to-play games to come uh, to be free, actually free-to-play on the Xbox platform, which they should have been all along. That's right. And now it's happening because we had a voice Uh, So thank you to everybody in the chat who actually uh, said something uh, to people. Thank you to the prominent people in the community on Twitter that actually said something because the voice matters. It does the Xbox. This
3: proves proves Xbox actually does listen, that they are actually again, they will never be our friends, but they are cool people and they are listening to what the community has to say, and it proves once one more time, even though this never should have had to happen, it did happen, it did. and they actually took it to heart and reversed it in under 24 hours and actually improved upon it with all the stuff we were talking about. Amazing. Yeah, That's it's crazy. Exactly the That's same cool. happened
5: that, that... when we kicked off about um Valhalla only being 30 FPS, and uh some prominent members yep. of the community and I joined together. And we all said, no, we're, we're not going to play it if that's the case. We we bought, you know, next-gen consoles to play at 60 FPS, and they listened, and they changed it. And now this is just pure... Proves it that they were actually listening, and they don't let, let this community down now. And they, they've not let us down, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it just, also just...
1: It also just goes to yeah. show the the power of the people, like coming together, um, and, and speaking out, and, and, and you know, if a company that you support does do something that you don't like, you know, speak up about it, um, and I, I can just say, I work with two people and, and a lot of them in in uh, that work at Xbox, um, you know, you, you see Phil and, and guys like Aaron Kreeberg and Jason Ronald all, all communicating with all of us on Twitter, um, I, I find the three of them very approachable. Um, and, and they do listen. And, and I think it's just, you know, it's a small victory, but it goes to show that, you know, willing to, to hear what the consumer has to say. Because at the end of the day, what they're selling, doesn't matter what product they're selling, they're selling it to a consumer and they want to, you know, make a profit. They want to build upon their consumer base. Um, and the best way to do that is to con- is to constantly keep your consumers happy. Um, and this is just going to draw. If anything, now this this is going to draw new people in straight away now because they're going to look at it and just from even looking at from a PC side of it, well, it's always been free to play on, on PC. I've always been able to get online and do multiplayer for free, didn't have to pay for nothing. Um, so now bringing bringing that sort of together as I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, because Microsoft's always catered to PC originally and then PC and Xbox, um, it kind of made sense to have the same on all platforms there. True. I would
5: say it's taken them long enough. should have been done some time ago.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And and, and I'll I'll just give a little extra shout-out to the people on Twitter that are... Mainly PC players because uh, I've seen a lot of them mentioning. Well, hey, we this this is we don't have to pay for anything. We're free. We're free to do what we want online multiplayer. Um, so I want to commend them um, for speaking up for for the console player. Yeah. absolutely. Hey, thanks
0: for uh, chiming in with that, uh, Pong. All right before Lucky. we, yeah,
3: sorry oh, to break was, I thought it was big, so. No, <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> definitely that's definitely big. Yeah, I, I would have been pissed off if yeah, later you were like, "Hey, uh, so something just happened," but I didn't want to interrupt the show. And I'd be like, "Come on, man! <laughs> no, <laughs> that's that oh, him." No. It's
3: cool that breaking news.
0: Yeah, so, our genuine reactions. Yeah, man, uh, and that's it's just uh, it's just awesome to see. Um, and that's a this is a community win. Uh, from the community that actually stepped up like i said and um it it's it's awesome to actually think that your voice matters a little bit with uh with a big corporation like microsoft when you know so again guys don't, when something sucks don't be afraid to say it you know but if don't look for things that suck you know don't look for negativity don't be toxic you know but when something is glaringly happens that is obviously bad don't be a you don't have to stand by it and say well if i don't want to seem like i'm not a fan of this if i say something bad about it it's okay and sometimes if enough people have a problem with something then then they listen and they fix it and they did today um so awesome guys i want to end this show now on uh this high note that we all got to celebrate together uh, I want to again say thank you to Spooky Sprockets for joining us. I thought hey dude, you did an awesome job for your first gaming podcast here. Um and I'm gonna be looking forward to lots more content from you coming um around the corner. Uh, down there in Australia. Yeah, that's horrible. That was that I shouldn't have done that. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um but uh never come
2: back again, yeah, I know.
0: Um but I, I, I want you to make sure everybody uh, is able to find you in, in your places. So, where will you be playing yeah. with your holes? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you can um, obviously find me on Twitter at spooky sprocket. Uh, that's S-P-O-O-K-Y, S-P-R-O-K-T. And I will be starting up this weekend on Twitch, which I will be putting the links up when I'm. I'm ready to go. Uh, I'll be starting my first game streaming on Twitch. You can catch me there as well. Awesome.
0: Do you have a Twitch channel name yet? No. in
2: the
1: process of creating, but it will go along the same as my Twitter handle, obviously, to make it easier for people right. to find.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, um, but other, I was gonna you, other
1: than that, I wanted to just... Stay- you guys for the invite to uh join in on the fun here on the podcast and uh on my opinions and thoughts on on the gaming world and uh yeah very appreciative of that
0: yeah it was a great to have you here man I thought you did an awesome job and enjoy playing halo with you hopefully we'll see you there uh tonight i know you got you got those three three kiddos and you may have to uh take care of them for, for a little while at least but we'll see <laughs> um all right uh pong uh where can we find you dude what's 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 going on uh where where are you at
3: where am i at well not as always you can find me here uh and then tomorrow on saturdays you can always find me on the shop podcast um and uh, we are on at 8 p.m eastern 7 p.m central uh standard time and uh that is with ptk blam uh fuzzy Belvedere, centurion uh, Staggerilla, so uh, you can find me there. It's a shorter podcast. We try to keep it uh, an hour, a little bit longer than an hour, so it's quick, easy listen, but we try to get through uh, some big topics. Um, and then, actually, I will be on Stubbs with Stubbsy for the Community Spotlight on Sunday as well, and that is this Sunday, uh, the 24th, and that will be four uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, and that's going to be a great time if nobody's if you haven't tuned into Stubbs, please go watch his content great follow uh does an awesome job interviewing so i have no idea where our conversation is going to go but it should be fun um and then if that isn't enough i will be on with mr boomstick uh double barrel gaming on primetime monday night uh, January the twenty fifth and I believe that is at seven p.m. Central Standard Time or is it seven PM Eastern Standard Time? Seven PM Eastern Standard Time, six PM Central Standard Time. Uh so prime time with uh Mr. Boomstick and panel. So that's where you can find me.
0: Awesome man. And uh what about you Lupa?
5: Oh you can find me um at Assassin Lupa on Twitter every friday here on the ultimate xbox podcast of course and on xbox live i'm up for gaming anytime so i'll catch you all gaming and thank you chat for coming out it's been great
0: three bit my man besides As so destroying us on halo where are you at dude
6: <laughs> so you guys can follow me on twitter it's uh the VGHD. My YouTube channel is the Video Games H D. Um I podcast here every Friday now. And uh I also podcast on Boom Show um every Thursday. Uh I believe I might be on that show with Pong, but we'll see. Um but besides <laughs> be that sweet. I'm hoping. <laughs> um yeah, that'd be awesome, and 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 props to to Pong and Spooky Spooky for for it being his first show, um and and you did an awesome job and and Pong, you just have adapted so quickly to so many shows and I, you know, I really wanted I was like fan <laughs> of seeing you because I always seen your <laughs> YouTube comments and stuff so it's very cool very cool that uh you're able to do this stuff you, so sir. shout out to you um and shout out to everybody in the chat, um. And Mav, thanks so much for inviting me on the show. I have really fun with you guys. And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Cool, man. Appreciate
0: all of you. And hey, baby.
4: You were going to forget about no, me. No, I wasn't.
0: I, I was yeah, not. You no. <laughs> you were. I, I-, I was going making- to give you that special attention. <laughs> no. Uh, I know where I can find you. Uh, but where where can everybody else find you?
4: Um, you can find me on Twitter at caitlinx 615 and here with you on Fridays, and then gaming after, which is my favorite part.
0: Are, are you going to install Donut Holes after? I mean, Donut County.
4: <laughs> I would like to check it out. I mean, is it cute?
0: It's kind of it like, like
4: cute donuts.
0: Well, it's not actually donuts. It's a, it's a hole. You play as a hole. In the ground. Oh, it's
3: not
0: donuts? Okay. No, I don't well is it a donut? I mean is there a donut in the game actually? Because all I remember seeing is a is a hole on the ground. I mean it's a do you not?
3: There is a donut (laughs) shop and stuff. (laughs)
0: Did you did you just say what it
3: is? Yeah, did you just say that? (laughs) Don't time
0: out. Do you not?
2: Okay.
0: Right on. That that was that that was out of the blue. Love it. Hey, uh, what say it, say? It, I know what you're gonna say 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 something else. What were you gonna what, say?
6: Well, I don't remember.
3: Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we could just stay
0: live and just be stupid uh for a while if y'all want, or we could. No, we need to get out of here. Uh, I I got to play some Halo. Um, did you order our pizza, babe? Or not yet? Okay. Yeah, we we get I'm on it. pizza after podcast every Friday night. So we're <laughs> going to have that. i uh, be looking forward to seeing you guys hopefully on Halo very soon. Again, Ultimate After Hours. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, very soon. We'll, I'll be online. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Sorry about the long time. Uh, I know we went like, extra long. I told you on Twitter it's going to be a long show, you know. Um, but, yeah, thanks for joining us bye everybody have a good have a bye. good evening
3: you hey guys thank you so much for coming out bye guys spooky
1: bye. awesome
3: thank, thank you Paul good. thank you so love, love you all
1: love you lupa love you.